I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. We are live! What is up, fight fans and insomniacs alike? Welcome to another UFC watch party slash MMA submission. This time for UFC Fight Night, Blades versus Volkov. I'm Cameron. I'm Mason. And I'm super excited for the fights tonight. Right now we have Jim Miller versus About Money Roberts, who we saw actually fight a couple of weeks ago. Against Brock Weaver. Yeah, I know he looked really familiar. Yeah, Roosevelt Roberts. Yeah. Wow, kind of a big jump in talent for Roosevelt Roberts, getting thrown right to the wolves. Getting Jim the Miller, Wiley vet. He's he's tall. He's a big he's a big lightweight. He is, man. But Jim Miller, let's see how he performs. I know he has Lyme disease, and he's been very vocal about it affecting you know how he trains, everyday life. Apparently, he's gotten much better at managing it though. So. Yeah, Lyme disease is rough, dude. I don't even know what it is, really. <laughs> everyone just says, it's one of those things where like everyone just says it's rough, so you're like, oh man, that's really rough. I don't know much about any of those kinds of diseases either, Yeah, to be honest with you. That's true. I know people say that you can get like a a permanent red meat allergy for life. Is that is that Lyme? Yeah, yeah. There's like there's like a ton of diseases or is that like that. Rocky Mountain Dude, spotted I'm, fever. Oh, yeah, you're right. I would know. You're asking me. I'm going to Google but, it. Okay, we just got done watching Bobby Green versus uh, Clay Guida on the headliner of the prelims. All what right. did you think about that fight, Mason? I thought it was interesting. I'm, well, I'm what about it was interesting to you? Don't, don't read about Lyme disease. <laughs> uh, well, you know how Clay... Clay Guida's fights are. He makes everything a messy brawl. And, uh, and he goes for a high crouch, boring. switches to a single leg, and then holds on to it for dear life. Yeah. Um, I think that Bobby Green just did everything he needed to do to win the fight. You know, he's had a lot of uh, very close fights go the other way in his career, so it was good to finally see him edge one out. That's what I've said. For years, you watch Bobby Green, and he fights really... He fights with an exciting style with the hands down, kind of goading you into attack. Yeah, he did a really good job this fight with his left. I thought that he didn't load up on it all. He just threw it, and that's that's why he landed a lot of significant strikes on Guida. Mm-hmm. Although I wanted to see Guida win because he knocked out my boy Joe Lozon. So it's like if you see somebody lose... It's like in, it's like in football. That's the only way I can describe it. If you get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs, you want to see the team that beat you guys go all the way to win the state championship. Because then at least you could be like, yeah. oh, well, he lost to that. We lost that to the guy. championship Yeah, we team. lost to the champions. So that's why I was going for Clay, just simply because of that. Yeah, but. I was rooting for Bobby Green because it's been a while since we've seen him in the octagon. And I wanted to see him come out there with the win. Happy that he did. But man, oh man, is this going to be an interesting card tonight? Bilal Muhammad is finally making a comeback after clowning Tony Ferguson, being hilarious on Twitter. I've really liked his Twitter account. Yeah, and then you have Raquel Pennington versus Marion Renault, which should be you know Raquel and her fiance Tisha Torres both fought on this card. Tisha got a unanimous decision win. Let's hey. see, let's see what Raquel can get. Then we have Josh Emmett versus Shane Burgos. Do not walk away or go get a drink during that fight. That is the uh, that could be stopped at any moment. Certainly good, yeah. I mean, with Josh Emin, you saw the hook he hit Ricardo Lamas with. I think Ricardo's, Ricardo Lamas is still knocked out. He's st- he's he's not awake yet. Yeah, after that fight, even he will have trouble pronouncing his name. Ricardo Lamas. Ricardo Lamas. Ricardo Lamas. Yes. And as always, we have the chats pulled up. Excited for tonight, as are we. 
What's up, Stefan, in the in the Periscope chat? Very, very excited for the fight tonight. And then, obviously, in the main event, we have Curtis Blades and Alexander Volkov. An interesting heavyweight matchup. Volkov coming off the back of some pretty pretty okay wins. You know, he beat <laughs> he beat Greg Hardy, which How was like you? not that impressive. They well, that's the fight he was offered. I, I know, signed, which is crazy, it, won, of course. Yeah, well, it's crazy that they threw Greg Hardy to Volkov with the performances that Hardy has had. That's like when well, I they, saw, you know why they did that. It, they, they, it's like literally like a proof of concept type thing. We're putting all this money into this piece of shit guy. Oh, and then we'll toss him to Volkov. And if he knocks out Volkov, it's the perfect opportunity to be like, we told you he was good. See? See yeah. what he did? If he knocked out Volkov, it would have bucked, bucked so many like MMA gym guys and Oh, Of course. Because then, then the, the UFC could have been like, see, he just beat a top flight heavyweight. And then we'd all have to be like, yeah. If he did be Volkov, that would be something. Jim Miller, you know, I worry about some fighters because they don't have the gym access. You know, some fighters have been coming in looking a little out of shape. If he looks good, he Jim Miller looks good, but I will say some fighters have come in looking uh, less than less than a hundred percent. Somebody come to mind or what? Well, it was in one of the cards we saw recently. It was all team soft body. Like in the prelims, I was watching it. and I was like, "What is happening?" Fair enough. I see a lot of people in the the prelims, and I'm like, "Oh man, it's like the UFC stepped outside the uh, wherever they are here. What's this fucking place called? The Apex. The Apex. Yeah, thank you. They stepped outside the Apex, and they were like, oh, you, you, come here. You want fifty bucks? <laughs> you want to make some money? You want to make some money? Shoot, shoot." <laughs> Up on in here. Do your and, best. I mean, I would not want like if you're gonna give me fifty bucks to fight Jim Miller, I'll I would not take that. I would do it. Fifty bucks. Fifty is a little light in ass, but you, he's a, you're not gonna cover your medical expenses. I chief. feel like he's a he's a BJJ black belt, and if I talk if I get a chance to talk to him before the fight, he'll be super kind. You're gonna be like Connor. You're gonna lean in and be like, "It's all business. Just just <laughs> tap me out. Yeah. Just be real nice. It's all business. It's all business." Nothing personal. Nothing I love that personal. shit, dude. I, 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 just, I, I would like to be in the UFC just for that fact. You'd be like, uh, Mister Nigerian Nightmare, sir. Uh, <laughs> listen, I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna say some things, some inflammatory things, but we gotta sell this fight, okay? Yeah, DM him on on Instagram. Whoa, Jim Miller with the trip. Yeah, sorry. This fight's underway. We got to be better. Jim Miller gets Roosevelt Roberts off balance. If you guys want to follow along with us, the fight is at 439-38-37-36. Full guard here. Jim Miller is in Roosevelt Roberts' full guard. And now we'll get a chance to see what Roosevelt Roberts can do on the ground defensively. We didn't get a lot of a, we didn't get a lot of chances to see what he's able to do against he was Brock just Weaver. doing damage on the feet against he's Brock. Gonna, so. Well, Brock was a striker too, so he was probably in no rush to. Oh, for the armbar there, gave, decent gave movement. Jim Miller an opportunity to pass here. Half guard now. Decent movement on the ground for Roberts. Yeah, though. it's those long legs, dude. You never know when you're out of this guy's guard. It's tough, man. Grappling the tall guys, you have to pass like seven times before you're actually <laughs> through. Where you're like, oh, they'll like grab a foot and then somehow you end up back in their full guard. It's like, what happened? No, oh, tell me about it. It's terrible. I hate Spaghetti it. Especially, legs. especially when the guy's super tall and very flexible. It's like if you give them an oh inch of God. hip space. Have you seen those Eddie Bravo guys? He'll have them on their, their his Instagram sometimes, and yeah. they'll just like. Well, they all have swan neck deformities. They can like pop joints <laughs> out of place. They all just, move a limb and then pop these it These guys back in. will be getting mounted, and then all of a sudden they they submit the other guy in a leg lock. Just oh out yeah, because they can bring both feet up somehow. 
just do full Lotus off their back. It's disgusting. Well, they at 13, when all of us were talking about, uh, uh, flexibility, they were the ones doing the splits like JCV head and shit. Yeah. So we still have Jim Miller on top here in half guard. Looks like he's trying to pass, but he, oh, yeah, he passes. He, he passes. does. He has his back. Oh, no, great no. scramble from Roberts. Oh, he's, he's in on the arm. It's deep. It's deep, deep, deep. Jim Miller's in on this arm. It is deep. He's been here before. He's a veteran. Jim Miller's deep. He's up against the cage, though. Oh, and when man. you're when you're up against that cage, oh, man, man, Jim Miller still has that arm hooked. Yeah, but he's what, got a deep bite. But when you're up against that cage, it's tough to finish up against the cage, though. It's like you're being. Oh, he's peeling it. Oh, Roosevelt's oh! in a tough way. He tapped. Wow! Terrific performance from Jim Miller. He extended that so. so that was fast. so slick, bro. Very violent. Oh, his arms hurt. Oh Those yeah, Roberts hurt his arm. Dude, it popped, bro. Oh my god, that was crazy. Oh, Roosevelt Roberts definitely upset. His corner tried to. One of these security guys tried to put up a stool for him. He, he kicked it, it out of the way. He flipped it. Doesn't Damn. change the fact that he broke your arm. Gotcha. Roosevelt Roberts keeps grabbing that elbow. It's fucked up. Didn't oh, yeah. MRI. Dude, well, that's one thing people don't say. Although hyperextension is not breaking. You do a lot of ligament damage. Dude, man. you fuck your yeah. shit up when you get it hyperextended. Yeah. I've seen many uh, guys get uh, hyperextensions, and it is just not working right. And you can see like there's like mechanical problems with the arm or leg after the hyperextension occurs. Dude. And you know, the thing is, I can't even fault Roosevelt because he forced great scrambles. That, that was, was a good scramble. It's forced, just that, and he was trying slick, to get up. Look at how slick that was. Great transition. entry. Great entry. Great entry. It looked like uh, Jim Miller was going to go take the back. Went for the arm. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that. That's a tap. That's a tap. It like bent the wrong way. 45 degrees. That is not, not ideal. Jeez. Talk about injuries. Do you, you want to talk about something that happened in another sport? That just broke out recently. Oh. So Julius Maddox today. Close all these windows about Lyme disease. Yeah. Okay. Let's also pull up the now chat. Get. But I've got mine on it. Don't you worry. Okay. Julius Maddox today attempted to break the world record for the bench. Raw bench press. He was going for 800 pounds. And What's the current record? 770 something set by him. So oh, he was going for. He eight, hurt himself. He was going for 800 on ESPN. <laughs> And first attempt, 722, crushed it. Not even a problem. Then these fucking Jagobins oh, no. on ESPN. This is on ESPN with hundreds of, hundreds of thousands of people watching. They loaded the bar wrong. No way. They missed a 55 plate on one of the sides. <sighs> he takes it off At for that the weight. He takes it off for the second attempt. It drops, but since he's one of the strongest men in the world. He corrects it. They re-rack it, but it's a complete mindfuck for him. Oh, They're like, we'll give no. you, they say, we'll give you a minute and a half. He should get way more than that. Dude, they gave him a minute and a half, and then Missed they, th and then, no, yeah, they give him a minute, minute and a half, and then they're like, all right, we'll give you a little bit longer. But just, just think, like, thinking, like, it's I all have mental. To, I was going to say, yeah. just thinking, I have to go in a minute and a half, and I just had to, like, push off, push up. The side that was heavier. So he pushed up 400 pounds with one arm and like fixed the bar and racked it. And now they're, you're being told a minute and 30. You're or because of their fuck up. And he's freaking out with his handlers. And he's like, oh man, I got to go to get ready to press this again. While they're just, they're slotting on the weights. You should have to be able to look at the weight and then visualize it going up. They're still getting the bar set up while they're telling him this. Well, it just makes me mad because they're literally supposed to weigh it. And then they they're go to, to weigh him. everything before they put it and on. And then they go to him and they're like, all right. 
Well, let me let me talk about it before you pull it up. I know. Hey, but, but um, talk about it then. They tell him, okay, you can take more time if you need it. And he's like, all right, I will. Then he goes out for the second attempt and fails, obviously, because his mental is completely destroyed. Four, seven, seven. Eight hundred. Oh, he went right to 800. He went right to 800. The second left was supposed to be 800. And they miss... Re- they miss... Of course he missed They it. missed the plate. And then he goes again and... Almost gets it? What? No, he almost gets it, but gets injured. Oh, no. Because he wasn't, like, properly primed. For a big lift like that, especially bench, you need to be, like, zoned in, hyper-focused. And it took him out of it, and then he scrapped his third lift because he said, I'm injured, bro. I can't do this. Two days ago he did it? Um, or was it? Six hours ago, right there. And it's just insane. Nick's strength and power has all of the footage up in a really clear way. You can pull that up. But... um. Yeah, man, it was just a heartbreaker. And the one thing about the UFC that makes it such a a fast-growing sport is the level of professionalism that they put it on with. If you don't put... If the UFC was not presented in a way that was super professional, guess what you are? You're rising, you know? You're you're putting on fights uh, kind of a la freak show style. You know, it's not, it doesn't seem like a sport to people. Yeah. So when powerlifting gets up on the big stage like this... That's where they missed the weight. Oh, what a mistake. And he was like, something's up. And if you can look on, they missed an entire 55-pound red on one of the sides. Yep, I do see that. That's bullshit. Can you believe that? With all those people organizing the event and they fuck him like that? And How now about you have he's one injured. of these eight guys around him double-check? And now he's injured. Well, you know, as, uh, you know, as someone who's seen powerlifting... I mean, the guys, your trainer or your spotter will check the bar like five times for you. Yeah. So I'm like, well, his guy really wasn't working out. But I don't know what the injury is. He just said he was injured. A lot of the time, strong men and powerlifters don't want to tell you. I know what it was. What? Hurt feelings. I don't think it was hurt feelings. It was. I think he's tore some shit. Yeah, plus hurt feelings. <laughs> Exacerbated by hurt feelings. That's bullshit. But, powerlifting is they they failed on the world stage when they were supposed to show how professional they could how professionally they could present their sport they dropped the ball if the UFC started billing this stuff as like blood sport and cage like people would start to see it as as more of a freak show not as a sport Mm -hmm. we see we saw that in the 90s right when you had the fights in Japan and people were like how about the early 2000s where this shit just like the community for this was strictly on forums and stuff yeah and it was crazy VHS tapes that yeah. you would get from that one weird dude at the gym who does a little too, like human a little too many Mexican supplements. And yeah. he's like, you got to see this. And you have to go to his house to watch it. And it smells like a weird casserole. And his ex-wife keeps calling him. Wait, this is this is starting to sound personal. <laughs> <laughs> but, Jeez, man. Oh, Roosevelt Robertson is hurt for sure, though. Oh, he let out a yell, huh? Oh, yeah. He was not. He was not having a good time. Damn. Really impressive work by Jim Miller. I think this was a massive step up in competition for, for Roosevelt, Roosevelt Roberts. Roberts. Yeah. You want to talk about a guy who's 10 and 1 going against Jim Miller? Well, 10 and 2 now. Well, 10 and Bitch. 2 now. Yeah. John Anik ringside. They have Bruce Buffer back in attendance. Is that a ring card girl with a mask on? Yeah. The ring card. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, she's got uh, dental floss underwear on, but then you got her in a mask, so. Uh, yeah, that's true. But uh, the ring card girls are coming, correct? Yeah, they are. <laughs> Public health officials out here. 
Oh, the good old days of the UFC, LOL. Uh, there's something, I, there's something They missed. were cozier. And that's one thing that Joe Rogan... I, I kind of liked it. Joe Rogan now, talked now about everybody's, too. everybody's got an opinion, everybody's into it, which is nice because you feel like less of a freak. Plus, the fighters make more money. And the fighters make more money, which is definitely huge. But I feel like the, commu- we don't, the community is not as close-knit. I kind of miss the days of like... If you go into if a random dude walks into one gym, corona then, cases are exploding again. Yeah, they yeah, are. There's a big resurgence. Yeah, but, they are. But you talk to because you know the American people, dude. Literally, it's just like you're in quarantine for three months, and it's like we've been in it for so long. Then it's just like yeah, we're done with that. Yeah. Well, now I feel like nowadays I feel like it's people can be fake tough guys again because there's so many MMA gyms Yeah, that you could be a big fish in a small pond mm-hmm. and talk a bunch of shit on forums and like be like, oh, here's some sparring footage of me. And you're sparring your like two friends from high school and just beating the shit out of them. Whereas like there was like a zenith. There was like a peak point where the MMA gyms were just widespread enough to where there was like a decent national community. But right. also it wasn't too big that like guys couldn't call you out on your bullshit. Mm-hmm. It used to be like, oh, well, I know the head of that gym. This guy's stalking all this shit trying to get uh, uh, fights. Let me call up the head of that gym and see what's going on. And then it's like, oh, no, this guy's a, he's a complete BSer. Watching Dustin Poirier's highlights now. I cannot wait for him to fight again. I don't know what that means. <laughs> But yeah, man, uh, who's Dustin Poirier slotted to fight next? Wait, hold on. Let me hit that. I didn't even see what that comment said. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard I heard it, there's international countries where stuff is going much worse. Especially Brazil. It's like all the uh, densely populated areas are getting hit especially bad, which makes sense. Yeah. All, everywhere that's happening. And then you've got Brazil where it's like they have the densely populated favelas and a lack of widely available medical care. And it's like, yikes. That's always going to be a problem. I don't think they have that many ventilators. Oh, oh my oh, lord. Oh, Dan Hooker just, uh, that Dan Hooker highlight where he knocked out Jim Miller is brutal. Hey, don't show a Paul Felder highlight. That was a threadbare decision. I fucking dare you, you. I still think eh, it's whatever. I thought I'm a Paul Felder fanboy though, but I think he won that fight. He totally and did. And to show that as a highlight is kind of disingenuous. Him knocking out Ross Pearson, that is real as shit. Oh, they are going to fight, right? Dustin Poirier, Dan Hooker. That is a tremendous fight. It's a tremendous fight, but it's kind of a I guess it's a huge opportunity for Dan I Hooker. hope Dustin Poirier wins that shit. I hope Dustin Poirier knocks him out in emphatic fashion. Dustin Poirier's uh I'm a big fan of his. Talk about his a guy who's just has gotten so crisp and he has literally a rags to riches story and I love it. You want to just talk about a guy who's like an honorable dude. Honorable dude. And then I, I always think it's cool. It's a lot like RDA's career. You watch a guy enter the UFC and you're like, this is a pretty good like this is a talented fighter, but you watch him rise to rise through just the ranks focus. and become elite. I mean, yeah. when we first well, saw him saw enter the scene, he got slept by Conor McGregor. I mean, that's know? what we saw with Dan Hooker, though. Dan Hooker was the guy when he first got to the UFC. I'm like, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. And then you just saw like every fight, like it would be like, uh, 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 uh. Like he just kept ra- raising like one level. Yeah, every time. Up. One level every fight. And then, like, you would see him, like, fight these decisions and he'd be bloodied up, but he'd knock the guy out. And you're like, well, he's doing pretty good. I mean, that guy wasn't ranked, but that was a good fight. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, he's fighting ranked opponents. Um, he's number five in the world. Yeah. I had no idea. Israel Adesanya calls him a uh, Vegeta. 
because he said he's never happy with a win. He's just always like, I need to get better. I need to get, I need to improve. Dustin Poirier's boxing is so clean. So it's, yeah. I mean, Dustin Poirier's boxing is so satisfying to watch. It's it's kind of like Conor McGregor, but of oh, course Dustin's got a more traditional. Hits, and he hits so fucking hard. He's got man. a more traditional boxing style. Just watching um, just watching Poirier land. Do you guys think brutal. Justin Gaethje can finish Khabib? I think if someone's going to finish Khabib, uh, Khabib's got the best shot. It's either I mean, uh, Gaethje. Gaethje's got the best it's shot. It's either Gaethje or Conor in terms of who can beat Khabib. Yeah, I think... Gaethje definitely stands a better chance than Connor based on what we saw. I mean, Connor did win a round against Khabib, yeah. which is more than anybody else has done. So there's that. I was going to say, and that first round that Khabib won, he got very little damage. And off. then, of course, we can always be like, well, you know, Dustin, he, he finished Gaethje. So we could do some MMA, MMA math there and be like, well, we think that Gaethje can finish Khabib, but Khabib choked out Dustin within like the first two rounds or something this like that. This is some weird rock, paper, scissors action you're hitting me with Well, now. MMA math never I'm works confuzzled. out, but I'm just saying that. Because then you could also say McGregor knocked out Poirier. <laughs> it's super early in his career, though. Yeah. But still, I think that uh, if Gaethje were to fight Dustin again and he took the measured approach that he did against Ferguson, I think that fight goes. It'd be a different result. Super different, yeah. Because no one expected, no one expected him to come out like that. Wait, Lyman Good is Cuban. Oh no, he's Puerto Rican. Okay. I was gonna say what? Whoops, I got the flags messed up. <laughs> I was gonna say I was like, wait, I don't. I even Gustafson coming back. Can't wait, dude. Me neither. Oh yeah, Gustafson at heavyweight. At heavyweight too, which is very interesting. He better be hitting the weights, bro. He needs to. I mean, we we've said this before. More and more, you're seeing stronger. Oh my God, that was stronger UFC fighters. Not more muscular. We're not saying that you need to come in looking like you can win an NPC show, but more explosive UFC fighters are starting to fare better in the UFC. Oh yeah, that's very true. And if you have strength in the grappling exchanges, Aljamain Sterling, Corey Sandhagen. That was brutal. That to me is not, it's Sarah BJJ for sure. But also, that's also a testament to Aljamain's strength and conditioning training. Also, because the when fact you can that he was big, able to get the yeah. fight to the ground so early on, but they weren't even sweating yet, and I think that's, that really helped. That's what I'm saying. Well, also the fact that you can get it to the ground early on when you can just big brother a guy to the ground like Aljamain Sterling did. You saw that. He literally just grabbed, grabbed Corey Sanhagen, shucked his arms, and had him. Yeah, that's true. When you have the power to do that, it's uh, you're in a good spot. The talking point would be Gaethje's anti-wrestling if Khabib takes him down. I think it's the beginning of the end. See, that's the problem. He's going to be able to get taken He's down. He's going to take a question down. of whether or not Justin can get back up and stay composed. Exactly. That's the, you, that's the question. He's going to get taken down. We know now. You're not going to find someone in the lightweight division who's going to be able to prevent all of those takedowns and still be effective. We know now. You have to be able to get up yeah, and keep fighting. We know now that... It's impossible not to get backed up into the fence by Khabib. I've never seen a fighter be able to evade it. The only one I did was Ally Akinta, but the the reason Ally Akinta was able to stop from, he completely abandoned fighting on the feet. Exactly. Yeah. He let Khabib come to him and kept his hands down in a wrestling stance. He was in a wrestling stance. And Khabib yeah. just jabbed the night away and took every round in the most boring fight. <laughs> yeah, well he just kept landing ones and twos and then Ally Akinta's like I went the distance and I'm like by losing every round. Yeah. Mhm. Mm and, that, and that's why I think he's going to get taken down because he's going to have to take chances on the feet to be effective in the fight and yeah, win rounds. So he's going to get taken down. I think that he stands the best chance because Gaethje is such a skilled wrestler who'll be able to get back up 
and perhaps even defend a few takedowns while still being active on the feet. Stefan, I definitely agree that Gaethje's insane at like sprawling on a takedown. If you see Gaethje sprawl, it's not a matter. Exactly. Yeah. He goes horizontal. But that's not how Khabib takes guys down. Yeah. His distance shots have always been trying to get you back to the fence so that I can take you down He's on gonna the fence. He's going to get you his takedowns. He is literally one of the best grapplers in the world on the fence. Period. He is the best. Probably. Definitely the best. Definitely who, am I, the best. who am I kidding? You look at a guy, we just, takedowns, saw, we just His takedowns at range, I don't do. How often does he do that? I really don't see that that often. And the power doesn't even come from being able to take guys down on the fence. What makes Khabib such an anomaly to me, and I still haven't been, I need to, we, I'm going to re-up Fight Pass so I can look at um, his, his fights because I want to know how he can hold these guys down. That's what's truly impressive about Khabib. We have amazing wrestlers in the UFC. Yoel Romero can take anyone down easily. Clay Guida can take anyone down easily, at least once. Um, uh, Henry Cejudo can take anyone down. But people you, get up. When you they can fight get them. up. Yeah. And that's the problem wrestlers have always had. And get up. Dudes get up all the time. Khabib has consistently Held people been down. able to yeah. hold people down. And that is an art. That is so hard to do. Really Anyone who's taking a dude down, it is. If a dude really wants to, and he's on the same string conditioning level as you, it's going to be really hard to hold him down. Yeah, for sure. For it is sure. the most tiring thing. And then the crazy thing is that he's able to hold them down and still be active. And like hit them. Yeah. We saw Clay Guida, Bobby Green tonight. Clay Guida was able to hold Bobby up again, down against the fence, but he couldn't do anything. He had to literally hold on to his leg for dear life. And Bobby's landing elbows. And Clay Guida's just holding on because he knows the minute he gives any slack, Bobby's up. Yeah. Whereas Khabib, he just weird things where figure he figure fours. fours the and, opponent's but even legs then, and he'll have like... Or he'll grab the arm that's weight bearing and trap it. Yeah, it's just those things. But the way it's the way he melds them. And then I've told you guys this, and we've talked about it numerous times. It's the way even when he's not doing those things, right? He doesn't have the legs figured forward, and he's not getting the weight bearing arm. It's the way he like holds guys. Well, he just minimizes all space and he, between and his, he uses, he and his opponent. And it seems like he uses all of his muscles to hold. Yeah, like. You, uh, it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's like a slinky getting all bunched up, like a spring, and it's all being forced onto the guy. Yeah. And you see the way Khabib holds him; it's like it radiates from his core. Mm -hmm. It's, and the only fighters that I've seen who can kind of mimic it have, do the same kind of technique, where like, if they're holding on to you, they're holding on with everything, and they're just putting all the weight possible on you. And then they start, but they don't. They can't do the things that Khabib can do, mm -hmm. where he sees. He, he sees and knows what you're going to put down that's weight-bearing, and he takes it away from you. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the way you get held down. Uh, is a very good wrestler, but I've rarely seen him take people down. Yeah, that's kind of his style. He, he, he his opponents that know that he's such a good wrestler that they would never attempt to wrestle with him, so he keeps the fight standing in a dirty box. And he said World Series of Fighting. He said uh, wrestling's boring. It is boring. He watch, said, I'm, I'm here to And he to wants to be exciting. He wants paid. to knock people out or get knocked out. Yeah. He said that early on. What do you think of this? This is crazy. This is my crazy mind, by the way. DC versus Stipe. Winner of DC versus Gustin versus Verdum. That could be possible. Um, 
So you're saying the winner of Gustin Verdum fights the winner of DC Stipe. That could be pretty good. I don't even want to see Stipe and DC fight again. Is, am I the only one in that camp? I'm a big fan of DC. I don't want DC don't want to, to see fight, him lose. Yeah. Stipe's going to be around for a while longer, so I definitely don't want to see him lose. Yeah, I don't think Gustin versus DC will fight again. I think Daniel's going to exit. But that would be cool to see Gustin beat DC and then beat John in a in a big money fight at heavyweight. That'd Gustin be crazy. Beat John? Yeah. I would like to see that. That'd be crazy. But it's I, I don't think he's gonna get to at fight this point. DC, I'm so though. done with John that I I'd be happy seeing. I'm ready to beat see him. John John already lost. Yeah, who are we talking about? Dominic Reyes Reyes won. He won the first three rounds. He's won. If I were Dominic Reyes, I'd be pissed. And he was. He was on Arrow Hawani's show and he was just like, Well, I won. <laughs> He's like, it's frustrating. I'm sitting here at my house. No I fight contract. Yeah. No fight contract being offered to me. And he's like, I want to run it back. I don't think that that's that crazy. What are you going to fight? Jan Blagovich? John? I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. It's gonna. Be, it's like when, I'll do respect, it's like when we saw Anthony Smith was slated to fight John. I was like, I don't want to see this. I know how it ends. I don't think that's English. Yeah, it's definitely not. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see... That fight being interesting. Jan versus John. I mean, Jan has looked greater, the best he's ever looked, especially with the Corey Anderson knockout. But to say that, but to say that he's ready for John is tough, man. It's tough. That's wishful. That's crazy to say that. You have to. You need a guy who can match the athleticism of John. And granted, it's more possible now. Now, because John's athleticism is waning, uh, it's uh, it's waning. Yeah, because of the lack of steroids flowing through <laughs> his body. I knew you were say that. But he uh, stopped pulsing a yeah, bit ago. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say no more pulsing effect of the picograms because he got caught for fucking cheating. But <laughs> uh, sorry, I just hate when people test positive. I can't stand it. And oh, you, Rachel Ostovich. And if you can't show I knew me, that ass was but a she was able to show off her tainted sub. I know, I'm kidding. Same thing with Sugar Sean. He was able to show as a tainted sub, and they were like, well, you're still getting banned. And he was like, Then John fine. Jones ran to the local Quickie Mart, and he was like, oh, dick pills. Dick pills, yeah, here's some. I don't think so, bitch. Well, no, they did. also they weren't able to find that those had Tarinabol in them. Yeah, he was just like, I've been taking these dick pills. <laughs> <laughs> John, that's not it. John. Thank you for letting us know, <laughs> I was going to say, we appreciate the fact that uh, you would open up to us about your dick pill usage. But well, he needs to use them because cocaine killed his dick. Dude, does cocaine kill your dick? Yep. Oh, geez. Should John, John go to heavyweight then? Yeah. He's too afraid to go to heavyweight. He, I mean, he should, do but I don't, I don't know if he will. He's been, he's been nothing but reticent. He's been... You see his fights, and he fights... He's like Tyron. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to not lose the whole time I'm in there. And I'm trying to not watch your fights. Like, that's what... When I see a guy who is fighting to win... Uh, fighting not to lose, your fights suck. They're boring. Yeah. Like Anthony Smith, John Jones. Like Tiago Santos, John Jones. That's a, That was a good fight. What are you no, talking about? No, it wasn't. I thought the it only good parts were when Tiago was able to overcome his massive injury and throw strikes. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, what was a much better fight was where you had Dominic Reyes actually taking the fight to John in the first three rounds. And it woke John up. We actually saw John wake oh, shit, up I'm losing. and start fighting. And we saw kind of a little bit of the John of old where it's like, oh, he's throwing spinning shit again. And it's landing. And he's... He's out of his own head, and he knows he needs to nut up. Well, and yeah, he was this. being forced to take chances because Dominic Reyes was winning. winning. Goddamn right. It's tough. It's tough, man. What show is this? I don't know. <laughs> Bel- the, the Chai. The Chai. Chai? Yeah, it's not the Chai. It's not T. It's the Chai. Chai-town. I didn't say Thai. Isn't it Chai-town? 
Is it Chi Town or not Chi Town? It's not Chi Town. It's Chi Town. Ch- Chi Town, like Chicago, Chi Town. Right, Chi Town is where you go to get fucking wrong. Tea. No, it's where you go to get tea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, we're getting letters again, dude. If I'm Usada, I'm like, hold up, Bruce. <laughs> Lyman, piss in this cup again. <laughs> I don't wait. Lyman, Lyman, I don't fucking believe yeah, you, man. Lyman has a Lyman has a fucking V taper right now. What's going on, buddy? Dude, I don't believe you. Jesus Lyman. Christ! See, you know what? You want to talk about strength and conditioning? This guy's been working on it, or he's been working with the best chemist in the game. I was about to say the, he's just working with a guy, Erlenmeyer Flask, some bald guy Bunsen with burgers. a beaker behind him. Yeah. Just <laughs> yes. Flicking, flicking a syringe. <laughs> the color in the syringe changes. It's to like glowing. Red. <laughs> oh, Bilal Muhammad, I'm a big fan. Oh, Bilal is also looking shredded. Okay. Holy yeah. shit. He walks in there, he's like, Lyman, pissing this cup. And then he looks at Bilal and he's like, You too. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? Why does my man look like he's about to do his shot in Man of Steel? Fire that intern. These people have not been getting tested. <laughs> <laughs> and then you test Jose Aldo like 50 times. Yeah. Uh, oh. It blows my mind. Where the, I feel like it's just like in. High school drug testing programs are such a joke, especially for these sports academies with amazing teams. Cameron, I didn't get tested once. No, okay. Wait. I'll tell you this. I did get tested once. So Once in four years. We went to a fairly big football high school. I'm not sure if this is like a, you know, I don't know. I don't know. All I'm saying is big football programs usually test the guys they know aren't on stuff. And then they can, show, they can show off to people, hey, we don't have any steroid usage in our program. Here are some second stringers who have not. Oh, this fight's underway. Oh, we my did God. it again. All right, sorry. Lyman Good and Bilal Muhammad have just got. And there, it's a scrappy. It's a scrappy match. To the mix up already. But oh, um, boy. oh wow, dude! Yeah, both of these guys are big. For are these welterweights? These are big welterweights. Is this welterweight? It's got to be. If it is, they're fucking thick. It's gotta be. Look at fucking. There's Ly- no Lyman's way. Good turtle no, shell. I was saying there's no way it's 155. I was saying maybe it's 185. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's one. Because there's no fucking way they'd have to cut off a leg to make 155. Yeah, there's no way. Nice oh, movement wow. from Bilal. Side to side, in and out. Well, they've been seeing the purge of UFC fighters. Lyman like, Good is hunting right now, cutting off the cage really well, putting a lot of pressure on. Oh, oh, nice uppercut Bilal there Bilal landed a good uppercut. Bilal's got some bug eyes right now. He's scared, man. I'd Give be him scared. the stare down. He's not. I'm so fucking scared. I'm so fucking scared. My GSP impression. Wait, well, you got this fucking, what is he? Puerto Rican? You got this Puerto Rican Terminator marching Yeah, I was going to say. He does not look Puerto Rican. He does a little bit. I don't see it. But he is jacked up, dude. I was going to say, I see a fucking, someone stole a super soldier serum. I was going to say, it doesn't matter uh, where you come from. If you get that muscular, you just look like a freak beast. That's true. You can come from Oh, great straight left from Bilal. Switching stances. Holy shit. God damn, dude. Didn't Ramadan like just end too? If he was training like that during Ramadan, dude, big ups to him. I've uh, been around some guys when they're... Uh, doing the fasting for Ramadan, it is brutal. Yeah, you know you can't do water. Sun up, sun down, nothing. Yeah, you can't like have water. Sun yep. up, sun down. Yep. Like one of my friends almost fainted in middle school. He was like, "Oh, because we did PE," and this crazy dude ran. Oh, that's not smart. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was like, "Hey, man." 
too. They're mixing it up. Bilal's mixing it up on the feet really well. He's keeping Lyman guessing. Nice inside leg kick from Lyman. Good. Lyman's still cutting the cage off really, really well. Not giving. Muhammad's getting suffocated in there. No room to breathe. Fighting off his back foot and still doing really well, mind you. Yeah. <laughs> nice right hand there from Bilal. Bilal has the speed advantage here. Lyman so far has been uh, the times he's caught him, he's landed hard, but he's having a hard time touching Bilal here. Switching stances, dude. That's that's what's keeping that's what's keeping Bilal in this game right now. He's he's going left and right really really well. It's making it difficult for uh, Lyman to get a beat on him. Oh, nice jab from that Lyman. Was a good, good jab from Lyman. That hurt me. We'll see what Lyman can do here. Bilal's doing a good job of being first, right? So Lyman's pressuring him, and Bilal's just throwing out a one and two whenever Lyman gets within striking range, just to kind of back him off. That small cage man makes things tough, especially if you're a guy trying to take advantage of your movement. You have to fucking run like Alistair to get out of the way. I haven't seen Bilal turn his back yet, but oh, nice jab from Bilal, dude! I think this is uh, this is one of the first rounds I've seen in a while where Lyman's the one pressing the action literally nonstop, and I think Bilal's winning this round. Well, it's because, like I said, Lyman's having a tough time touching Missed. him, there. and Bilal is m moving so well right now. It's kind of crazy. Oh, great jab. Another great jab from Bilal. Missed again. And he caught him with a hook on the inside. Bilal's doing great. Which is What's interesting is nice that... step in knee. You can tell Lyman's trying to force the action, trying to get a, an exchange here. Yeah, he's really tensing up through everything. Tense. Oh, oh, shit. See, but then that happens. Landed a good right hand there. Oh, he needs more of that. Two good shots. Lyman needs to be first. That's the thing. He needs to. I know he's punching That's the air. best advice. He's got it, and he's got to miss. He's got to be fine with missing two punches to land a third. Especially with how powerful he is, dude. Once that one lands, it's going to make a difference. Yeah. Nice. That, that, that high kick came out of nowhere. He didn't even bother to set it up. I think he should uh, throw some more of that. Yeah. Decent first round from both guys. Dude, Bilal's, we're, he's testing his gas tank here. Yeah, man. I was going to say, you're moving a lot. That was a lot of move. Well, that's the thing with the small cage. You have to move faster. Yeah. You can't You can't just kind of, super oh, high tempo. I'm just wading out here. I got to, oh, am I going this way or going that way? With the big cage, and then you can kind of beat him, beat the angle. Yeah. And then you have the entire cage to work with. And this smaller cage, it's like, you're coming. Yeah, Bilal's running the whole I time. Can't, I can just get out of the way your initial zerg, and you, you can just reset, and you're right back there. Mm -hmm. So we're seeing these guys tonight having to, it's like Houston Alexander versus Kimbo Slice, where Houston Alexander <laughs> just, <laughs> just fucking ran the whole fight. Just went, hey, since see ya. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't Did even the know. Shimmy slide. Kimbo Slice, what he's an OG, but I don't know how he won a fight with that take with that rest level of wrestling. I mean, well, he's all guys fighter. like Houston Alexander. That's true, it's all matchups. I was gonna say. If you have Kimbo Slice, you're not gonna put him against an NCAA finalist. It's not happening. Don't want to do that. I want to make money. <laughs> Which is why they should give Emil Mech a striker to fight. Right? God help damn it. Help the fucking guy out. Help he's trying, guys. He's trying <laughs> to learn wrestling. Stop matching him up with like judokas who have been like Olympians. It's not fair. 
Okay, second round's underway already. They get, like, no time to That's rest. what I would do if I were a fighter in the UFC. I'd just complain like a bitch. I'd be like, guys, it's not fair. Look what they did to Tyron. Don't stop, do it. Stop matching them up with... Stop matching me up with guys who are better than me. I don't like that. You think Fight Night should stay at the Apex, Apex with no crowd and major cards at big venues? Maybe when the sport gets bigger and you have a, you have a card actually every weekend. We could do a card here or there at the Apex. Well, the thing is, um, oh, Bilal's clipping line. Two, two big jabs land for Bilal there. Um, my preference and what is going to happen in reality might be different. I actually prefer seeing some of these uh, smaller cards that might only really, oh, fantastic Bilal. knee pick. Fantastic. Went for a shot. Lyman's stand up, though. Went proper. for a shot. Lyman defended, and then Bilal switched to a knee pick and got it. But, but Lyman's St all right back up to his feet. Stood right up. Um, but yeah, I like seeing these smaller cards that might appeal more to like really uh, avid fans. I like seeing those in the apex just because it's it's a more intimate feel. You can hear the coaches much much better. You and can you hear, hear what's going strikes. on. Yeah, exactly. You hear what's going on in when the octagon just, more. Uh, they elbow and you just hear the smack. But then I really do appreciate the energy that comes from the fights taking place in an arena. But yeah. you know what the UFC is going to do at the end of the day. Whatever makes more money. You know, they're really missing out on the gates for all this stuff. So maybe if they can still turn a big profit, putting the big cards in the arenas and doing the smaller ones in the apex it might be beneficial because inevitably i don't know how much the production costs uh, in the apex versus the arena and that's Looks like we had an eye poke here Bilal saying that uh he got it's poked fine, in don't the worry eye. about it wow good guy Bilal. it's like don't worry about it the lineman was pretty upset though he doesn't think it was an eye poke he think he he thinks he hurt Bilal. We have seen instances of that where guys get hit with the leather of the glove and think that they got poked in the eye. Yeah. Like Derek Lewis was a big Derek example Lewis. of that. Where he's I like, poked. I got poked. You and got punched like, straight in the you eye. You got fucking clocked, bro. Yeah. You did not get poked. Oh, Lyman threw for the fucking fences. Swung for the fences with that one. Not throwing for the fences. That would change up baseball quite a bit. It would make it more interesting. Throw as hard as you can. <laughs> Run. I told you how to fix baseball. Don't even get me started. Give them the roids. Well, obviously, give everyone's them the roids. on T five hundred. I think dude. every sport, every sport that doesn't involve direct contact between uh, between players, just do steroids. Yeah. Just, just allow it. And then, no since sense. the catcher is the only one who ever gets contact, we give him even more steroids. Yeah, sure. so he's like doubly protected. Double it. I told you, you just his, gotta put his teeth have veins. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta oh! you gotta put a little bit of yeah. padding on on these uh, fucking baseball players. And then if you get hit with the ball, you're out. <laughs> and I'm gonna, dude. That, that's pretty good. You have a bunch of absolute roided out yeah. an animals playing yeah. this game. They 100%. hit the ball, the bat, and the ball both break. Yeah, they'll explode. <laughs> Someone's gonna try to run. Oh shit! Stiff oh, right lands they're there trading. From good. They are trading now. Yeah, someone hits a dinger, tries to run for first, and just gets knocked unconscious by the ball. Oh, watch. oh, hits him in the head. He drops to his knees like in a movie. You think the people still won't play? They get paid like $30 million in the majors. I was going to say, it's worth People it. you've never heard of. The, the minors would become a bloodbath. That's fine. Is it your <laughs> dream? <laughs> <laughs> War of attrition. Oh, wow. Blossy, he's just getting off first, man. You got to get off first. You know? It's like it's like Mason with every date he's ever had. Has to get off first. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I get off before I get there. <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> Told you not to bring it up. 
you know how it goes yeah but i'm not dating at all during this quarantine shit man yeah. i'm not trying to get stds uh, and corona uh, <laughs> just, just a fatal fucking combination quadruple oh! oh lyman good it saves us from that terrible bit <laughs> <laughs> a gigantic left hook lands for lyman good god damn dude oh, oh head yeah. kick head kick Keeping Lyman good honest, dude. Keep Lyman your hand is up. unfazed, though, dude. This guy's a Terminator. Nice. Needed the body. From oh, shit. Superman. Oh! Punch. Some athletic shit happening here from both guys. Both guys are landing really well, dude. Oh, Bilal Muhammad's getting tired. Yeah, he's slowing down now. Lyman Good's still keeping up that pace he was at in the first round, which is interesting to see. Dude, it's easier. It's It's less tiring to fight moving forward. Oh, great body kick from Bilal. I mean, he's he's slowing down a little bit, but his output's still high. Bilal's wow. bleeding. He's bleeding from his right eye. A little switch kick there, a little karate stuff. Th throwing some karate shit. I think he's bleeding from where he uh, got scratched. Got scratched right next to his eye. You think so? Yeah, that's what it looks like. He's got blood all over his face. No, did you get like, did you hear that on the fight audio? No, I don't have it playing for me. Okay. You want me to play? No, no. I was just saying like, you sounded so matter of fact that like it made me question myself for a second. No, he probably got punched by the eye, my guy. I don't think so. He didn't get scratched. I think you're wrong. I think he got clawed. Kitty's got claws. And then, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> you, you just think Lyman Good just went, uh, uh. No, I think he slashed him like a slash. <laughs> yeah, like, his, like a like vampire. A <laughs> yes. Totally. Totally. That's a possible thing that happened. It it is. Raquel Pennington versus Marion Renault up after this fight. I'll I'll watch it. Yeah. That'll be a good buffer between the exciting fights. Let's just put this in perspective. If Raquel Pennington loses this fight, she's ten and nine. Are you shitting me? Yeah. yeah. Well, she doesn't fight the most technical fights. Okay, ten and nine. I'll say it again. Josh Emmett <laughs> versus Shane Burgos. After that, we after have that, a really good fight. Which is a banger. Okay. Josh Emmett Third and Shane round. Burgos is a banger. Third round here underway. Four fifty-two, fifty-one, fifty. If you want to sync it up. Very interested to see how. These guys come out. The, oh, oh, big geez. hook lands for Bilal on Lyman. That made him keep his hands up. Lyman looks like he's got a very thick cranium to me. Yeah, it? he's got a big head. You know what contributes to that? Growth hormone. He abuses say, growth hormone. Some androgen receptors are getting maximized right now. Yeah, he, he, yeah. Something's going on. Is that a dragon on his back? It's kind of dope. It's very elaborate. <laughs> Let's see if Lyman can get off those big shots like... Oh! Like that! Bilal's hurt! Oh! Bilal is really hurt, man. That shot clipped him, and Lyman, Lyman dropped smells him. blood. Lyman dropped him. Lyman smells blood here. Just, he does not want to let Bilal recover. Do not let go, Bilal. Do not let go of this fucking roid head. Roidhead, Jesus! I shouldn't accuse him. I shouldn't accuse him. Oh wow, Bilal oh, no. got clipped there. Come and on, Bilal, Bilal survive. Bilal's not fine yet. Bilal survive. Knee him in the head. Go high. Oh, Bilal got hit with a hook on the exit as well. And Bilal's still hurt. Oh, oh another right hand lands for on. Lyman. Good. 
God. I timed that perfectly, though. Survive. I said, can we see if Lyman can land those power shots he was going for? Hemo map. Oh, big ha shots landing from both guys in Hemo the clinch mad. here. Oh, shit. Uppercut. Oh. Some athletic stuff from both guys, man. Oh, wow. Big shot lands for Come Lyman. Come on, Bilal. Let's Two go. Jabs. Two jabs hurt Bilal. Bilal's fighting like a cornered tiger, I know. though. I'm he pulling is for ferociously him. fighting back here. He's got wow, a, he's landing. He's landing on Lyman. I fear here. that he's going to have to hurt Lyman Good to stand a chance to winning of winning this fight after getting I dropped. I think he like just that. hurt him. Great head movement from Lyman Good. Actually, suck that uh, Edmund over there at uh, Glendale Boxing Club. Let's go, Bilal. I want to see Lyman pick it up and just land. Go for more shots. Don't let don't let Bilal pick up the pace again on you. Don't let him beat you in the output. Punches and bunches. Two minutes left. Two minutes left to work. Come on. Oh, oh another nice. right hand lands right for hand. Lyman. Big knees. Oh! oh, the body work. And then going upstairs to the left hook. Dude, Lyman Good's coming on strong, strong in this third round. Strong in this third round. <laughs> strong. Oh! That glanced. That glanced off the shoulder. If that would have landed, if that right hook would have landed clean, that would have been brutal. Oh, good nice uppercut. uppercut. Upper two uppercuts land. Oh, Superman punch off the cage. Oh, knee lands. Knee for going Bilal. upstairs, going for a shot. Maybe a takedown will help. I wouldn't take him down. Oh, he gets it. Bilal Muhammad with the takedown and the very lineman. Good lineman. Good standing up. Matt return. <laughs> Matt return. Oh, he's going to try to take the back. Bilal Muhammad trying to take the back. Impressive from Lyman. Lyman knew he could not end this fight on his back and expect to win. And he got back up. Matt return. Does he have the Lyman energy? Lyman has to break the hands here. Oh, nice. Going for a trip no, there. He's probably going to lose the hands now, too. He wasted a lot of energy, dude, going for that trip. Let's see. Fuck. Lyman Good's arms are pumped out back, back in the center of the octagon here. It's a question of who wants it more. Final minute, one minute here. Le one, minute, one minute left. One minute left. Leave let's it all you, out there. Let's see who Leave wants it, all it. Out there. Good left hand by Bilal, Bilal here. Nice oh, body good kick. good body kick. Oh, good jab from Lyman. We'll see what, we'll see what happens here. Come on, 45 seconds. This is a great fight. This was a great fight. Another takedown. Another takedown in the final minutes. Oh, he's got the back. He's got the back. Body triangle for Bilal. 30 seconds to work. This is a win for Bilal. Bilal digging for that rear naked with 20 seconds left to work. I think either way. I mean, you just look at the activity level. While Lyman had the better of the significant strikes in output and pressure and then just these takedowns here late, he is hunting for that choke. Dude, I love it. Squeeze the fuck out of his neck. You rip his fucking head off, dude. Dude, wow. Come on, Bilal Muhammad, ladies and gentlemen. Lyman Good. What that a fucking fight. That was a tremendous fight. fight. What a fight. Wow. Now that's a dog fight. That's a dog fight. That is a brutal Ooh, fight. You both, both gained fans. That is a Can brutal both of them go up in the rankings? Fight. I love that fight. Jesus, dude. Both guys just left it all out there. I love that Fuck. fight. I love what did you guys think of that fight? Holy shit. I mean, it's hard it's hard to beat Lyman good in a fight, too. The guy's 20, 21 and five. 
Bilal is 16-3. and three. Both guys are really on point. I mean, they are not an easy day. Holy Let's look fuck. At, you know, Lyman good. His last fight was a loss. You thought that was a, no, no, a win for Bilal, win. eh? Yeah, I think it was a win for Bilal. Dude, what a remarkable fight. He he lost one to Damian Maya in 2019 and then knocked out, uh, uh, let's say, a lesser fighter at UFC 244. Absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. Just to put this in, in perspective, this was a canceled co-main event at UFC 249, one of the cards before the whole lockdown broke out. Oh, yeah, you're right. That canceled. I think that's pretty huge. If that speaks to how talented both of these guys are, man. Oh wow, his nickname is the American Cyborg. But Lyman Good. Oh really? That makes yeah. sense. I was gonna say that that makes a lot of sense. He's thirty five years old. Who, Lyman Good? Yeah, what? Okay, he has access to a time machine, apparently. What? Bilal Muhammad's only lost three times. Jeff Neal, Vicente Luque, and Alan Joban. Okay, so only against top talent. Yeah. Alan. Oh, Bilal Muhammad gets it done. I think he did. I really do. Was it a split decision or unanimous? Unanimous, unanimous. decision. Good shit, I Bilal he, Muhammad. I was pulling for him so hard at that in that third round. Wow. Fantastic stuff, dude. I love it though. Dude. He 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 got cracked on the feet and was like, "Okay, let's wrestle now," and just put it on him on the ground. Just an amazing fight, man. Under two underrated welterweights. Couldn't agree more. Wow, just very impressive from both guys. I think both of them gained fans, and Bilal showed just how skilled he was. That's not an easy opponent, dude. I, I'm a real fan of Bilal now. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow him more closely. I told you his his uh, Twitter is beyond hilarious. He did a bunch of uh, training oh, really? like Tony Ferguson. That's that's hilarious. The fight IQ is very impressive there, dude. You get cracked on the feet and you're like, okay, let's wrestle now. Let's wrestle. Let's wrestle. Takes the back. Goes for submission attempts. I love it. Yes. Next we have uppercuts from Bilal Raquel too. Raquel Pennington yeah. versus Marion Reynaud. I'll be right back. And Mason, you can... Give your prediction for this fight while I'm gone. Okay, I think Marion Renault gets it done. <laughs> Why? Because Raquel Pennington's ten and eight. She's about to be ten and nine, which is absolutely insane. I gotta look at this girl's record. Hold on, let's see where these fights came from. Where did she drop all these fights? Who's next for Bilal, dude? That's a fucking question. Does Jorge have a fight? Give him Jorge. Jorge seems to think that he deserves. Uh, to renegotiate a contract despite just signing an eight-fight eight, eight fight deal. So if I were the UFC, I'd be like, hey, there you go. Uh, let's see here. So I'm looking at Raquel Pennington's record. And I want to see how many fights she lost in the UFC. Her first loss in the UFC was to Jessica Andrade. Okay, fair enough. I'll give you that one. And then Holly Holm, all right. Amanda Nunez, Jermaine Durandamy, and then Holly Holm again. Okay, you get a pass. You get a pass. And she has serious wins here, too. She has a win over Jessica Andrade, a win over Misha Tate. Yeah, I mean, that's that's fair. 
I, I guess I underestimated her based on her record, but geez, she's got to understand that. 10 and 8, holy fuck. She lost one, two, three times before even entering the UFC. She was 3 and 3 entering the UFC. So that's tough. That's tough, man. Let me see here. Okay. He only wants a money fight, but I agree. Bilal versus Masvidal. Dude, that would be an amazing matchup. That would be an amazing matchup. He only wants the money fight, but then you got to win people who are more active and more highly ranked fighters. Pennington isn't that bad, though. Yeah, I was just looking at a record. Here, I actually pull it up and show you guys. I was actually very impressed. Her losses are to literally top, top fighters. Is it better or worse than we thought? It's much better. She lost. She was 3-3 three and three entering the UFC. And then, look, I'll show everybody. Because yeah, I, I was take talking a look at shit, this. so I should write the record. Bilal Muhammad with the fucking Ray-Bans in the post-fight press so conference. I'll, so I'll pull this up here. Okay, this so she... Her losses are Kat Zingano, Leslie Smith, Jessica Andrade, Holly Holm, Amanda Nunez, Holly Holm. No, Jermaine Durand and Holly Holm. Uh, but yeah, the thing so it's is, only the top women. Yeah, she was three and three before she entered the UFC, right? Yeah. But two of those losses prior to entering the UFC were to Kat Zingano and Leslie Smith. Yeah, I was gonna. So she is losing. I'm pretty sure all these girls were top ten at some point. Yeah, Roxanne Modafferi's top ten. Ashley Evan Smith was top ten. She, I believe, she got a title shot. Yeah. Betch Cahaya. She has wins. She beat Betch Cahaya. She beat Misha Tate. Yeah, that's what I was saying. And beat she beat Jessica, Jessica Andrade. Andrade. Got avenged the loss. That was when Andrade. You remember when Andrade was fighting at 135? That is crazy, bro. I'm excited for the rematch between Andrade and uh, Rose. It's one of the fights I've been looking forward to quite a lot recently. Pennington isn't that bad, though. I agree. I want to see her be more technical. Slow Gilbert Burns. Down. When I talk about rising to the occasion, Gilbert Burns just from being game and being willing to uh, take a pay cut as opposed to his other uh, top contenders, he got the title shot. You know? I wonder how much Gilbert Burns makes per fight. We need to look at that. I think he stands a real chance of winning, too. Well, um, Josh Thompson and John McCarthy brought up a very good point about that fight. It was shocking... How quickly? Okay, so he makes eighty-five guaranteed. Guaranteed. So he's an eighty-five, eighty-five, and he makes ten off of sponsorships. It's not included in that. So ninety-five, probably then another eighty-five on top. That's decent. That's two hundred grand, roughly per fight. But um, uh, what was I saying? Before you interrupted me. Oh, yeah. So jo John McCarthy and Josh Thompson were talking about it is telling how quickly Gilbert Burns agreed to fight Kamaru. That means that, you know, you have to keep in mind Gilbert's one of his sparring partners. So if he's so quick to take the fight, that must tell you that he, he must do well in sparring. Yeah. He must have a lot of performance and he must do really well in sparring. And from what John McCarthy has heard from his sources, Gilbert does do very well in the sparring. For Kamaru, against Kamaru. And apparently Kamaru, here's the thing, I have, I've heard that he hasn't been training as much with Henry Hoof now. And I think Why is that? Gilbert has been getting the main attention from Henry. Which I think is absolute bullshit. I'm going for Kamaru. I'm a Kamaru fan, I've always have been. Oh, really? Uh, I mean, I wasn't a kind of the fan of the 30%. 
or the that comment he made. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. But when he beat Tyron Woodley, I was a massive fan for, from then on. And he's just a very likable guy. You know, he talked about being Marty from Nebraska. This kid kind of fish out of water, going through wrestling tournaments. Mm-hmm. No coach knows his real name because <laughs> no one knows how to say Kamaru. So he's just, I heard about this kid, Marty. Yeah. I, I, I love that. And, you know, he's always hanging out with his daughter on his Instagram. I think that's really Dude, sweet. Walter Wade, that's a murderer's row right there. That's, yeah. that's ridiculous. No, thank you. Kamaru Usman, Gilbert Burns, Colby Covington, Jorge Masvidal, Woodley, who's who needs to show some signs of life, and then Leon Edwards. Uh, that's a great card. UFC 251, July 11th. We have Kamaru Usman, Gilbert Burns, Volkanovski, Holloway, Peter Yan, Jose Aldo. That's the sleeper fight of the then card. Then you right have there. the Andrade Nama Yunus rematch. And then Paige Van Zandt is taking a break from her career as an influencer. <laughs> And putting on the gloves to fight Amanda Rebus. Big ups to her. You know, it's rare that we see influencers get in the cage. Throw and, down. And have a fight. It's, it's crazy, man. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I'm excited. It's a good experiment. It's like CM Punk. Raquel, taking advantage of the time off, was able to put on some weight. And that's really good. She's going to have a lot of weight behind her punches. Fuck you. She looks like she always does. Yeah, boxy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the look she was going for, you piece of shit. I mean, she does carry a lot of muscle for a bantamweight. I will say that. So that's good to see. Marion Reynaud is also carrying a lot of muscle. Jesus. That chick has a fucking frame on her, dude. I would not want to fight either. I was going to say, they have broader shoulders than both of if us. The price is right, I would, but I would not want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're such a gentleman. Thanks. Thank you for letting us know that if the price is right, you will draw down on them. <laughs> I will. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe not. I wouldn't fight flyweights. Though. Who am I kidding? Yeah, I would. For the money. Oh, the price is right. I'd fight anybody if the money was right. That doesn't mean I think I'd win. I'd probably no. lose. No. Well, have you seen them fight? They fight pretty well. But I'll try. I'll try my ass off. You gotta try. I saw that reporter do, like, grappling. Like, he was grappling with Ronda Rousey. He was being a dummy. I was like, hey, defend it. Lord. And, she, and she still broke his ribs. Yeah, well, she broke his ribs because she was a bad training partner as well. So yeah. he went training dummy status, and she didn't guide him to the <laughs> ground. She threw him into the ground. <laughs> and then slammed her body on his, and I'm like... Okay, I'll be sending you the bill for my ribs, bitch. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I'm suing you. What are you doing? <sighs> what is wrong with you? Oh my god. Oh, uh, I think someone didn't like my. Uh, what's rude? Oh, okay. Us flicking us off. That's fair. I would say, what did we do to deserve that? But a lot, a lot. I was going to say any I'm, number of I'm things. Not innocent. That's why I'm like, you know, it makes sense. Oh, that they're rewinding to when Curtis Blades got finished by Francis Ngannou the first time. Ooh, that was a rough fight the first time. Curtis coming from Chicago. Oh, my God. Did he go out to the country to train? Where'd he go? Oh, is he at Team Elevation? Oh, my God. He went out to Colorado, dude. Yeah, he's at Team Elevation. What? That's kind of crazy. I can't believe they showed a clip of the roided, the roid beast. Yeah. I don't think Ninganu's on roids. Oh, TJ no, Dillashaw. Dillashaw. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. 
I it's I will never be his fan. I can't do it, dude. For you to talk that much shit after getting stopped by Suhudo when you knew you were on PEDs. All kinds. You can't complain about a stoppage. Thank God Suhudo won. Could you imagine Dillashaw wins, they dissolve the flyweight division, cut all of those fighters, and then it's like, by the way, TJ was uh, juiced to gills. See, that's how I know like fate and destiny are real when I see shit like you that. You do? You yeah. do? Oh, wow. You're just a character in a Disney movie, my guy. I am. Are you the protagonist? I'm neutral. <laughs> you're right. You're like the friend of the protagonist. Neither good nor bad. No, you're the friend of the protagonist. You have like a cute... It's like the good guy runs up to me and I'll be like, here, go this way. You'll get away. And then the bad guy runs up, where did he go? And I'm like, you went that way. <laughs> neutral. Yeah, and they give you like a little cute song in the middle as like a diversion from the plot. Like Olaf, how Olaf and Frozen just had a song. Volkov is arriving. Look at uh, that. Okay. We'll come back to that. 15 finishes in the first. <laughs> but Volkov rolling up. Do they all have the N90? Is that an N95? No, probably okay. not. I was going to say. I think the hospitals need those a little more. That's what I was going to say. I was like, wait, I thought that the hospitals needed the N95s. Can't take them. Who knows? Though? They probably do. It's all... <laughs> Actually, fairly decent. He was just mad that the referee didn't allow the EPO to really kick in. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Dude, it doesn't even ramp up. Come until on. I gotta get my heart rate going. I, I need that extra energy. Come on. Come on. Hurry up. Oh, bulldog dude, choke. that bulldog choke was nasty. Yeah. Oh, both these girls are nasty. I didn't know Marion Renault was that. She was that fight where the girl was just throwing elbows from out. Oh, she hits so hard, Raquel does. Oh my lord! Yeah, she's she has that terrible tat tribal tattoo though. Like she's in Blade Three. It's just me, or is Blades ready for the title more than Francis? Francis would beg to differ. He'd be like, "Hey, I beat you twice." I think Blades. We said that if he Blades had beaten Francis the second time, he, he would have already had yeah, a title. He would have gotten a title shot already. It's that's the only thing that's holding him off, and it's also the fact because that you can't justify Blades doesn't it. fight. Blades also doesn't fight the fight that the casual fans love. Like they love the way Ngannou fights, where he just throws I, caution and that's to the crazy wind. To me, because I love the way Blades fights. So smart, he clipped Alist over him on the feet and took him down, and then murdered him. It just shows that was so brutal. That was dude. one. That is still one of the most violent. Every time that where the blood just shoots out of shoots, his head, it's literally squirting out of his head when he hits the elbow, and you just see like his eyes roll back, and you're just like, stop it. Dude, Stop every it. time I see that, I'm just like, oh, 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 oh God. It's a brutal way. It's a brutal way to get knocked out, man. You don't like to see it, but it does happen. It does happen. It does, especially when you're fighting Curtis Blades. A guy who walks around at 250 natural. That's kind of ridiculous. It's a huge person. That's a huge person. When he doesn't have a lot of fat on him. <sighs> when you don't have Sorry. a lot of fat on you and you're 245... That's 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 scary. People don't like seeing that. When especially when you show up at like uh, a perfect example, you can see things. Professional athletes aren't going to let you know that they're scared, and they're not going to show obvious signs of weakness through their body language. Yeah. But when you go to like like hobbyist grappling tournaments, you see that stuff all the time. Like especially when you're watching the heavyweights, and you have a guy who like really likes watching the UFC and grapples heavyweight. Dude. And he has actually his pounds on him. Is it just me or is it when you go to grappling tournaments and you see people wearing UFC gear? It's so awkward. I get it. They're a fan. It's I, you're a fan, but definitely like, if they were wearing like the fighters like 
walk out tee, I wouldn't have a problem no, with that. No, that's totally fine. But when they're wearing like like a UFC branded shit, like when I saw that, I was like, take it easy. Unless you're signed. Yeah, I know. That's just what it feels like. It's like if someone's wearing, I don't know, I guess a fan could wear like a Jaguar shirt. Or an NFL shirt, I was going to say. Or like an NBA. You could totally wear that. Yeah, but not while you play football. It's like if you put a jersey on while you're yeah, running around. Yeah, that's true. I, that's why I like the f- like a fight kit I have no problem with. Or like a fighter. Like, like you remember how we said we wanted to get the Black Beast t-shirt? The Halloween version ones? Oh, yeah, because it looked dope. sick. Yeah. I would wear that. But, like, you see some of these heavyweights, the guys who are just really casual dudes, go up against, like, an actual heavyweight grappler. And they see the dude and they just go, oh. Oh, shit. Oh, Guys, six four, like two forty five, and guess what? At this tournament, they're not drug testing. No, so this guy don't have the money for this that. This guy is like eighteen veins coming out of his neck, and they're like, "I'm about to have a very bad time." Dude, so many commercials. This is like Bellator. Well, which is weird because ESPN Plus is a subscription service. <gasps> That's true. It's like Netflix having seven ads. It's like this is. Kind I didn't of even bullshit. think about that. We pay for this. This kind of bullshit. It is bullshit. I would think that the ESPN Plus people shouldn't get the commercials. People watching on ESPN should. We should get like the broadcast table the whole time, which I would really like. That is a great point. Or that just put on point. the UFC countdown during the commercial breaks. Or just, con- yeah, that's what I would do. Continue to promote upcoming events. Or show like B-roll. Like B-roll of the fighters training. I love watching fighters train. Yeah. I'm like, maybe I'm a crazy person no. in that regard. When I, when I work out now, I usually watch, I watch other either people fights train. or fighters training. I either watch fighters training because or Because it's strong. motivational, not because I'm trying to yeah. be them. I either watch fighters training or strongmen training. I like watching both. Because you just see these people who are just expert athletes performing in... Like Mayweather, Mayweather doing bag work is uh, one of my favorite things uh, to watch. Just because you want to talk about a guy who's... Marion Renault's 43? Damn. Wow. She looks great for 43. Say what wow. you love about Floyd Mayweather. His technical prowess is insane. Even when you're doing ba- he's doing bag work, you're just like... You're 50. That's what, you're, that's what you that's think what I'm I saying? To, that's what I say to Floyd. You're 50. Uh, but like with an exclamation point after that. Exclamation point. Where you're like, you're 50. That's crazy. No, you're 50. Oh, okay. Also, you're 50. I would pay money to watch Floyd knock you out. I would. Would I be getting paid money? Because I'll let Floyd <laughs> knock, <laughs> knock me, me out. out. I mean, I'll try. I'll try. He'll still knock me out. But I'll, I just want the money. You know? Yeah. Especially anything Floyd's a part of. I'll get some money. So. You're acting like such a... such a Floyd, Dude, if it's an MMA fight, I'll fight Floyd. Stop. I will. He's Stop. tiny. Okay, Stop. <laughs> so bad. He would never he would never take that fight. I would not take the fight. I don't want to You would never n- take the fight? Oh, it's a, if you it's are a, so much bigger okay, than Floyd Mayweather. If it's an MMA fight, I'd take it, but I'm not going to get into boxing ring and get knocked out by Floyd Mayweather. I would. It would look ridiculous. It's like when Aki Bono gets yeah, knocked out. Yeah, he may look silly, it's but like for money? It's like when Aki Bono gets knocked out by Badr Hari. I'm not trying to end up on a highlight reels forever. For money. I don't care. I'm going to go out there looking like fucking big country gets slept by Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, so. I don't want to go out like that. Is it true that Floyd doesn't drink? He What? He does not, no. What? Really? I know that like Floyd in camp doesn't drink. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Floyd in camp, though... Uh, I've heard stories that he goes... And what's his excuse for hitting his wife? Stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. Veto on the bit. 
I've heard that Floyd, his people in his posse have said they'll go out to a club. He won't drink the entire night, and yeah. then he'll go to the gym straight from the club. That's what I heard. It's kind of crazy. He was eating Burger King in the lead up to the Conor McGregor fight, though. Yeah, me thinks he had a plan. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this fight's underway. The disrespect. Marion Renault and Raquel Pennington are underway. If you guys want to follow along with us, the fight is at 424, 23, 22, 21, 20. Two ranked ladies here. Raquel Pennington, number eight. Marion Renault, number 10. Raquel Pennington looks like she uh, is dressed to go for a walk on the beach. I was going to say eighth and 10th respectively in the, what is this? The middleweight light heavyweight. Uh, this <laughs> 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 are bigger ladies. Is it one thirty five or one thirty forty five? It's one thirty five. It has to be. Mm-hmm. There's no way it's one forty five. They do not no, have the one, frame for that. It's one thirty five. I'm just fucking around. They are big girls though. Jeez. I like that tribal tattoo. Stuff. Yeah, I said. Looks like she's starring in Blade Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you remember in, in the '90s when like those tattoos were the shit. She's gonna be. That's a why sh- I'm so like anti-tattoo. Because it's not that I think I'm better than people at tattoos. I'm worried I'm gonna get a tattoo and it's gonna get. It's people are gonna look down at like those tribal tattoos. She's gonna be in. And shock I'm gonna get covered. Because if I start to get to t- tattoos, I'm going. I'm committing. You know. Oh yeah. So I'd be covered in them, and I don't want to then have people go, oh, those look ridiculous. And now I'm just like 30 with like ridiculous tattoos. tattoos. I mean, there are some styles I wouldn't even mind if people thought they were stupid, but the tribals, I mean, I go back and forth. It's uh-huh. only because they became so popular that they became uncool. Yeah, styles change. I don't know. How dare you? How dare you? You're committing to the fact that they suck. They don't suck. I think that I've seen it look good on some fighters. It's on just some fighters. They don't. A lot of people don't style but the it's just tribal every tattoo. Every time well. you mention tribal tattoos, I think of Greg Hardy, and I'm like, oh. Well, that's they're Sorry. very ugly ones. You have a problem, bro. It's fizzy drink. A fizzy bubbler. A fizzy bubbler. <laughs> Is that watermelon? Oh, it's hey, it's good. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Yeah. Slow fight, huh? I told you. Uh, this is going to be a good buffer fight for us. But if let's say you were in a powerlifting meet, right? It's so and funny to me, bro. I just think about Raquel Pennington watching the fight in the back, and she's like, this is a pretty electric night. Let's slow this down. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, we're going to come out there. What do you America. think? She's had so many fights like this that I just, I told you. I have certain fighters where I just know their fights are going to be boring. Yeah. It's kind of like it's like uh, what's her name? I forget her name. Angie Overkill, Angela Hill. Oh, it's <laughs> terrible fights. Never interesting. Never interesting. Shit, dude. We'll call her Raquel the Insulator Pennington, <laughs> preventing all electricity. Just- <laughs> <laughs> Take took the air out of the building. But um, uh, imagine if you were at a powerlifting meet and what happened to Julius Maddox happens to you though. Where they have the wrong weight on the bar. Imagine if they did something like that for squat. What What do you mean? Like, I can't do anything. It's not like I have a case. No, what I'm saying I'd is... I'd be upset. That's uh, it. Yeah, you just have... Would you blow... I, you gotta blame the organizers. That's just... Oh, yeah. That's so bush league. Of course. You, just, you literally have one job. You have one just job. Just make sure the weight's there to lift. The lifter shouldn't have to be like, all right, let's count all the plates. Uh. It's, a, it's a communication error. You gotta be talking to the guy who's putting the weights on the other side of the bar. 
It blows my mind. Yeah. Raquel here is defending a takedown from Renault. Renault has the back. Let's see if Raquel can break the arms. It's tough. <laughs> Jeez. This is a nice little hug they have here, though. This is nice. This it's is like a tender sweet, moment. Actually, no strike has been thrown in the past twenty seconds, so it's a good little. It's a good little like, you know, they get to kind of connect for a moment. I'd be like talking. I think Marion's talking in her here. I'll bet you six bucks that they don't throw another punch. No way. There we go. Fuck. Oh, you're wrong. <laughs> I'll pay you five bucks. <laughs> Marion, Marion got aggressive there at the end. Let's see if Marion can get the takedown at the end of the first. She did not. Hey, I like women cuddling me outside the cage, not inside the cage, Raquel Pennington. <laughs> Dude, if you watch her career, she likes both. I was going to say, she did say that after one of her fights, though. It was it was a horrendous fight where she just kept getting tied up in grappling exchanges. Can we look up? I think it was like her most recent fight. It was her most recent title She shot. literally said that? Who did she fight for the title? I don't know. Oh, shit. She's she's fought so many people who had the title. Home. She fought Andrade. Oh, Holm. That's what it was. Holm kept uh, clinching with her. And that's what, that's when she dropped that quote. Just like how Marion was. They're clinching together. Just getting r- real close. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't uh, like that shit. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, I, I, I like grappling, but they're just holding each other. Yeah, you're right. That indie dude is Holly Holm. That fight sucked. I remember watching the well, Holly Holm fight. And Holly, Holly Holm, she has the two coaches who used to be on the cutting edge of MMA, but now they train their fighters to just barely win fights. Yeah, and now I hope that like their respective corners were like, you got to pick it up. Yeah, and the Jackson Wink style sucks now. It sucks. The The stupid circling, they're constantly circling. Do you think that that's a, that, that, that their training influences this fighting no. style? or uh, Holly Holm. Because oh, she trains oh, there. Oh, okay, okay. But they, like, when Clay Guida went over there and was training with them, that was the worst years of Second his fighting. Second round underway here. Sorry to interrupt you. Just don't want to keep uh, mentioning that the round's going on 45 seconds into it. Yeah, that is true. Oh, Raquel landing. I, I mean, part say, of the reason why ladies want to clinch with Ra- Raquel is because they box. know she's not strong in the clinch, and she's very dangerous standing. So it's a good way to, dude, she's just, you think she would have shored this whole I was just about to say, you had a fight camp. You know what people are going to try to do. Because you're so lethal on the feet, they're going to try to do this. Especially a girl like Marion who has great grappling. As much as I love grappling when you clinch, show me activity, no love taps. Dude, that's the thing. Because uh, yeah. And they act like, wait, she just got, she just got a knee to the. Wham bam right she, in the fucking clam. Yeah, huh? she, <laughs> she got a knee to the uh, the zone. She right got a cutter there. kick. Jesus Christ. Yeah, she she got a low blow. Let's see how long it lasts for women. I've actually never seen one of these before. Bow. This is my first time seeing like a low blow for a chick. Oh, hit it or dead mass. That's why. Dead mass, huh? You think it's like balls where it's like you're nah. incapacitated? There's no way. It's a sensitive area, but there's no way it's as bad. I was going to say. He says, not knowing (laughs) what it would be like to get it in the vagina. Uh, Well, you have both. I do. Just joking. I have both. (laughs) I'm joking again. Now you don't know where I'm going with this. I was going to say, she's (laughs) she's in a lot of pain. 
Oh, she's like still not okay. Yeah, she's hurt. Oh, she has one of those terrible star tattoos too. She just hit the. She's about to hit the holy trinity of bad tattoos. Those stars were also in vogue like ten years ago. I can't believe how hurt she is from this badge shot. <laughs> Don't call it that. Genital touch. <laughs> Genital gouge. Genital gouge. It's pretty good. Got wrapped on the badge. <laughs> wrapped on the badge. <laughs> It sounds like something that sounds like a name of a Kanye song. <laughs> it's on the Yeezus album right yeah. after Blood on the Leaves. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm in it. <laughs> right after I'm in it, wrapped on the veg. Okay, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Back in She's the recovered. Fight. She was totally catching her breath. It's fine though. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm not buying it. She looks fresher than a daisy now. Yeah. Oh, nice body shot from Raquel. Oh, my God. And the, the clinch has been engaged. Oh, my God. Get off me. Push her away. Push her away, you know? Uh, I think she needs to do more strength and conditioning. Just focus on getting off. Like, Pivot push and push her. Off. Just get him off of me. Jesus. This actually has me wondering. There's so many open... <laughs> oh, that is true. You, there are so many open lesbian MMA fighters. You've never, I've never heard of a gay one though. Yeah, Junior Dos Santos. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's the rumor, but he's that not is gay. the rumor. But I don't. think He's so. a family and kids, but I don't know why that's a rumor. Yeah, it wouldn't be a. Pro- I don't think it'd be a problem. I think people would be very accepting. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't care. Yeah, that's honestly the last thing in your mind when a guy's punching in the fucking face. I've said that multiple times. It's. Uh, People, you know, friends, whenever you do grappling, your friends are always like, oh, it's just two sweaty men uh, rubbing up against each other. And I'm like, that's the last thing. The last thing on your mind is arousal when you're getting cross face in the face. The dude's taking you. He's putting you in like a splatle, tearing your crotch in half. (laughs) This is not hot. It looks like a fatality (laughs) from Mortal Kombat. You're squealing. You're squealing in front of grown adults. They're hearing you squeal. It's it's not. It's not. Pennington's got the plum clinch. She's trying to land some knees. What is happening? Yeah, sorry. I'll, t- I'll yeah. tell you. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's not a very eventful fight. We got yeah, it. I mean, what's happening here is Raquel, whenever they separate, is doing really well, landing a lot of shots, and then Marion... Oh, Oh, Marion just secured a takedown with a with not a great single leg. That was crazy. <laughs> she just, like, fell. It worked. No, but she didn't even, like, pull back on it. She just fell. Raquel's back up, oh, though. Oh, my God. See, technically... It doesn't matter. Hey, Cameron, oh, let it go. That was just. Oh, she pushed. She pushed Raquel over. That was up not. Kick. That was not the tightest sequence. Pedalada. Pedalada. Up kick, bitch. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> up kicker. Right now, kicker. <laughs> right. Seriously. Wait. She could actually. Kicker. Oh, triangle. Triangle. Posture. Posture. Oh shit. Let's see. Hold on. Oh, no, it's gone. <laughs> oh. Raquel, oh, oh, the straight left. Raquel landed a hard guard. shot, ground and pound. Wow. Up kick, up kick. Dude, you could sleep her right now. Kick her. She's leaving her chin out there. I know. Marion gets back up to her feet, and then Raquel now engages Raquel's on engaging. the takedown. What is happening? Why did you do this, Raquel? Just release. What's up, guys? Just picking up. Okay, yeah, we'll do a recap real quick. So, so far in the main card, we had Jim Miller fighting Roosevelt Roberts. Roosevelt Roberts actually fought a couple weeks ago against Brock Weaver. And this was a huge jump in talent. He fought Jim Miller and got caught in an armbar. Hyperextended. 
tapped out. Then we had Bilal Muhammad versus Lyman Good, a very Amazing active fight. fight. Very back and forth, but Bilal, with the activity, with the fight IQ, with the movement, was able to secure the unanimous decision victory. And then Raquel Pennington, Mary Renault are starting to go at it here. This is the second round is much better. They're than the picking first. it up because I guess in the corner they were like, "Hey, when you get in the clinch, you got to be active." And you now throw some stuff. Now it's coming back to Raquel that she spent some time during this camp in Bangkok. Yeah, and now she's, she's throwing some fucking. After this fight, it's uh, Josh Emmett and Shane Burgos, and then the main event we have Curtis Blades versus Alexander Volk. Oh shit. Awkward, awkward strikes coming and actually doing some damage for her now. Yeah, that's it's tough. Dude, disengage. <sighs> I think, I think, I think Raquel Pennington doubled uh, Renault's significant strikes in that second round, though. I think so too. Raquel Pennington Raquel, really definitely Raquel's round. The gap. It was definitely Raquel's round for sure. Renault looked like she was never not on the defensive in yeah, that round, was. especially within terms of throwing up strikes. She was not throwing a lot. Holy moly, that Indian dude. Oh, shit. You're trying to get us canceled. I know, I can't say that. Trying can't to get, I can't, can't read that. Dear God. That's hilarious, though. That is funny. <laughs> That's not even exclusive to gay fighters. I would say that. That's funny. <laughs> I was going to say. It's just hilarious. That AT&T lady, she's a sleeper. Let me tell you. Oh, like an attractiveness? Yeah. I missed it. I'll have to see it again. She's kind of a smoke show. Dude. They dress when, her down. Not now. Let me let me preface this. Not now. But when Flo first came on the scene. Dude. Flo. Legit. She was the sleeper too. They dressed her down too. They tried to make her look as simple from as possible. Like 2006. Hit like Flo initial ad. Flo <laughs> original progressive ad. Yeah. Like there. Well, maybe. I'm no, hold on. Wrong, actually. Yeah, I was say, <laughs> upon further inspection. No, she kind of got a little yeah, something, a little something, a little bit. Not there. Well, that's later. Further back in time. There you like go. Right there. Like right there. Yeah. Right Let's show the guys. <laughs> yeah. we're, the, we're the dumbest people. Hey, she's got a little something there. She's got a little something there. Something, something, something there. Not gonna buy her insurance, but I'll listen. <laughs> Cut to the third round. Marion Renault is in on a shot on Ra- Raquel Pennington. The first round was a little slow, Frenchy. They're picking it up. The second round was very good. Raquel Pennington did a great job being more active in the clinch. Uh, good job, dirty boxing. This third round's underway. Oh, here. just get the underhook, Raquel. It's right there. Get the underhook. She's not even defending it, Raquel. Uh, Why do you keep going for the plum clinch? This is what she did against Holly. She did really well with it in the second round, though. You yeah, there you go. Now she. Oh, she, push her away. There you go. There you go. I just think that the underhook is way better than the plum clinch. I mean, if it's working for you, keep going to it. Renault is. Slow down. Tr- Renault is scrappy and durable. <laughs> I don't know why I laughed at that. She is. She's 43 fighting in the UFC. Very impressive. Kind of crazy. Very impressive. That's a testament to her discipline that she's able to like maintain her athleticism. Oh, Raquel's oh, winning big shots. She's why clinch there though? I don't know. Like Marion's hurt. Oh, you big knees. It's blocked. You got blocked. You got to be smarter about this. Don't in, don't clinch here. Marion knows what's coming. Yeah. Really, dude. All Raquel needs to do is separate and then just flurry, and I think she could stop Marion here. I actually think she could. 
I wonder what her corner's saying. I'm tempted to listen. Because I wonder if they're like, fucking disengage. There you go. Strike. Literally every time they're striking on the feet, she's clipping Marion. Oh, she's clipping her. Oh, wow. Marion has slowed down a lot. You know, that might be the that might be the body shots. <sighs> yeah, look at that. Pennington. Raquel jumps into a clinch. 33 body shots. She said fans don't need them. Come on. It's not that bad. You're right. It's picking up. Dude, if you like knees to the body, this fight's your shit. <laughs> You're shit. like, oh! Plum clinch knees? Yes, please. The, the reporter for plumclinchknees.com is losing his shit. He's like, guys, finally. That's my girl, says Tisha Torres. That's adorable. Let them hands fly. Listen to your wife. Listen to Tisha. Tisha knows what she's talking about. She won tonight. Okay, being serious. Read it out loud, bitch. I can't see that far. Old Man Verdum took down Volkov, which has me worried about Volkov's takedown defense. But I think he will be decent off the back. But we know Blades can do what Blades can do from the top. Me like. Yeah, ask Overeem and Shamil. Yeah, I think Blades is going to hurt Volkov here in this fight. I agree. I think he's going to get the finish from ground and pound. I don't think the Volkov's... Volkov doesn't have the strength to stop the takedown of Blades. Raquel ran away with the fight in the last oh, two rounds. Oh, man. She's just beating up Marion now. This is an assault case. Oh. Nice right hand. Oh, oh shit. Left hand stuns, stuns Renault. She's on wobbly legs here. Another left hand. She could finish this, dude. She really could. Raquel could finish uppercut. this. The uppercut's there. Oh. Uppercut, uppercut. Uppercut. Oh, good oh, knee good from Renault. Step in knee. Has it started? Renault's, oh, Renault's recovered. Has what started? The main event? No. Not yet. No, no, it hasn't started yet. We're Right now we're watching Raquel, Raquel Pennington. Pennington and Marion Renault. Yeah. And they are winding down the third nice round. Nice snap down. Snap down city. Snap down city. Someone call up El Kakili. He's he's bu- he's busy somewhere. Right now, fast just balls. get an arm's length away. Right now, push away with your right open hand. Open up and open up. 100%. Just throw like ten punches in quick succession. You have thirty seconds you can left. End right this now, right extend here. it an arm's length away and open the fuck up. Marion's holding onto her for dear life. There you go. Another just one. Open up. Oh, just open up. Just back off and open up. Just like uh, just like uh, Tyson Fury did to Deontay okay. Wilder. You got the plum clinch again. Knees to the body and then an elbow on the break. Knees to the body. Boom, boom, boom. Then give me a right elbow on the break. What happened in the Stop. Wilder Fury fight ah, fuck me. is... That's, that's right. Raquel wins. Raquel wins. But Wilder and Fury, the reason why Fury was able to stop the fight is because after getting in there and being messy in the clinch, Tyson stepped back. Wilder was exhausted. Punches and, he, and bunches. And then he stepped in. Yeah. And when you're stepping in, you have that power again, and he just started shellacking. Dude, him. that was a beautiful fight. That was a good that was a really good uh third round. The second round they started to heat up. The first round was a snail's pace. All right. I'll be right back. While I'm gone, Google Mictorition. Oh, <laughs> Mictorition? <laughs> Let's see if this comes up. That's like a toy, dude. That looks like a Bionicle. What's up, Seaman? Uh, <laughs> You've been in the chat before, Seaman. Uh, hello from Germany. Uh, glad to see you in the chat tonight. We have a banger of a fight coming up next. Josh Emmett versus Shane Burgos. Shane Burgos, 
if you guys haven't seen his knockout of uh, of um, of Charles Rosa, it is insane. You lads need an English commentator to get more views. Yeah, well, let's call Dan Hardy, right? I'm I'm telling you, English commentators. I will say uh, the English really understand striking well. They really do. Dan Hardy, I love watching his breakdowns. Um, when he does like the inside the octagons on the UFC's YouTube, they're they're really solid. But we're gonna get the final decision here. Raquel Pennington is a good night for Raquel Pennington and Tisha Torres. You know, the couple getting wins tonight. So it's a big deal. Yeah, for sure. We'll see. Marion Renault though, doing the damn thing at 43. Very, very exciting fights tonight. Wow. Good decision win for Raquel Pennington. Uh, the question is, I mean, here's why I'm not too jazzed about it. I don't see Raquel Pennington at any point uh, being able to really contend with the champions of the weight class. What's up, bud? Oh, that's hilarious, Luke. There, there's no money. But, um, yeah. We're just getting the decision for this fight. What did you think about the fight, May? I thought it was really good. Do you uh, think that Raquel has what it takes to challenge Amanda Nunes no. for the belt? No. And I think that's pretty apparent. And it sucks. It sucks to down on her right after a win. But what this showed me is she's just not on that level yet. Nope. I think that she made the... I think we're seeing more and more from her. Uh, and I think that's really good, you know, because she made the adjustments that she needed to in order to win the fight, win the fight, because initially it looked like she was going to like win a super slow decision, yeah. barely beating uh, Marion Renault in significant strikes. And she made the adjustments that she needed to. And I hate to say it because we're kind of tooting our horn. She did what we said. Yeah. Which was, you know, disengage from the clinch a little bit and start letting your strikes go. I mean, she still kept going back to the plum clinch and that's why they're even showing this statistic here, significant clinch strikes. Cause yeah. for some reason she was literally doing well boxing in the boxing range and she voluntarily entered the clinch, which is, I guess in this fight it paid dividends for, because I think that especially in the third round, Marion Renault was starting to wear a lot of that body damage. And I think it affected her gas tank to some degree. But I think that if she tries to clinch with higher-ranked fighters, like especially Amanda Nunez, she's going to get worked in the clinch. Yeah, worked not going to go well for her. No. Or she'll get taken down. Oh, yeah. I just don't see it. I don't see it for her. Definitely deserving of uh, top-level talent. Top-level talent, though. You know, For sure. She was eighth in the, in the division. And I think that's... Well deserved. What are you looking at? The women's bantam weight rankings here, and I'm gonna look at see if I can Let's see if you can spell bantam weight. Dude, I fucking got it. That is true, you got it. Let's see where she is ranked right now. She was eighth, but you I'm just trying scroll to down. see. There it is. This is pound for pound. Up, up, up. Up. Yeah, where is it? Wait, what the hell? Maybe it's below that. Shevchenko. 
Oh, it is blue. There yeah. it is. There it is. This one here. Yeah, she's sixth. You uh, above her. You have Irene Aldana. Wait, Irene Aldana's ranked higher than Raquel Pennington. Then Juliana Pena. Oh, there you go. That's a good. Aspen Lad is Aspen Lad is third. Maybe she can vie for a title. This this division is paper thin. I was about to say thinny thin thin. Wow, Betchkahea is still ranked. Oh, boys! Wow, it's wide open at one thirty. I was gonna say, yeah, I guess she if could. I had, if I knew like a relatively athletic chick, I'd be like, start training in yeah. May. Do it. It's within reach. Shit, that's surprising. She could fight for a title shot again for sure. Then, yeah, have her fight Aspen Lad. She probably win. Oh, Nunez is the goat for sure. I mean, oh, not even close. It's no. Just a lot of dominance. Yeah. When she knocked out Cyborg, that really the only female you. fighter who's even close to her level is Shevchenko, and that's yeah. actually a really good fight. I'll say that again. It goes in my mind: Nunez, Shevchenko, Cyborg, Zhang Weili. Yeah, that's fair. Lad is good. Yeah, Lad good. is good, but she's not like I watch Raquel Pennington. Do you think I watch Lad Aspen would put Lad. up? Yeah. Do you think Aspen Lad would put up a significant pushback against uh, Amanda Nunez? No, no. I watch the the I watch I watch Aspen Lad. I watch Raquel Pennington. I watch Ju- Juliana Pena, and the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, they're good, but they're not nowhere near the league that Amanda Nunez. Not even close. Hello from Germany. Hello right from now. the states. How you doing? I said I loved his name, Seaman, 2005. You can read that? 2005, yeah. Oh, no. Seaman. Seaman. I like it. I mean, I don't. It's a good name. You got me. Very interesting. But city kickboxing, that's been kind of the big gym that's been blowing up recently. You know, you have Israel Adesanya, Dan Hooker, Kai Kara France. And who's their other? Who's the other cat from uh, from City Kickboxing? What'd you say? <laughs> Shane Young. Shane Young is a really good fighter too. He's had a lot of wars. Should I pull that up? Who's that? I'm. I'm looking. I was talking about the guys at City Kickboxing. And I, was talking, I was talking about how that gym is blowing up right now in popularity. Oh, yeah, it's super popular. You know, if you fucking listen. I am. I'm looking at the chat. Luke, tread carefully, bitch. <laughs> yeah, Luke almost got hit with that band hammer. Used to, used to watch out. Swift and ruthless with that thing. Shane Burgos. Shane Young. Wait, Shane Young fought Alexander Volkanovsky? Ako. That Oko is awkward. Wait, they train together. Dude, that happens from time to time, though. You see fighters lose to one of their opponents, and they're like, I'm going to come over to your gym. No, he was there before. Oh, really? Yeah. Thanks. That was his first fight in the UFC. Talk about a tough matchup. You know, your first fight in the UFC is Alexander Volkanovsky. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Do you know he weighed like 240 or something like that? When he played rugby? No, no, no. Okay, he weighed 215. He said that this was a accent problem where he was talking to the interviewer and he said, Oh, it's like I 250 was or something? He, he, yeah, they, everyone was saying he was 250 and he was like, I said I was 215. Oh. 
I'll set it to her or whatever. How, I don't <laughs> know how British, you Aussie yeah. speak. I can't do it. I can't do the <laughs> accent. But uh, it sounded, when he says 215, it sounds exactly like 250. Not even, like, I do not fault that reporter at all. I assumed when he was on Ariel's show, I was like, you're saying 250. But, uh, yeah, no, he got up to 215 at his heaviest when he was playing rugby. That's still pretty crazy. That's still pretty crazy. 250 was, like, ludicrous. That that's is down the, 100. That's ludicrous. But to be down... Um, Why is no one talking about Leon Edwards? That's an interesting... Well, it's because Leon Edwards is a take. less exciting fighter than the other top fighters in the welterweight division. You want to talk about Leon yes. Edwards is skilled, but if you want to look at dynamic performances where he has like big finishes... Yeah. Well, Leon definitely. Ed if you're a fighter and you're getting with your team and you're going to try to pick out an opponent, you got to do a cost-benefit analysis, right? Yeah. And if you look at Leon Edwards, he's incredibly skilled. It's a very dangerous fight for anyone who accepts it. And he's just not as pop popular well, me, in the states. Let me or read many off, MMA well, no. markets. Let's read off the the his last his last fights. How they ended? Decision unanimous. Vicente Luque. Decision unanimous. TKO punches. These are all wins. Decision unanimous. Decision split. Decision unanimous. This guy's nothing but decisions. And I like watching Leon Edwards fight, but. He, granted, he's fighting Javel dos Anjos, Gunnar Nelson, Donald Cerrone. But damn, man, it's it's tough to see decision after decision. I like, and if it's going to be a decision, I want it to be like a devastating decision, like Robbie Lawler, Colby Covington. Yeah. Where it's a clear 50 45, and it was a working. It was not close. Question Would it have been helpful to have a female commentator in the mix when Raquel Pennington was hit with a low blow? Um, Absolutely, actually. You think? Because I think a female commentator could have called a little bit of baloney on that. I don't know. It's tough. Because what if what if she's never been hit in the vag before? Well, then Michael Bisping will have to walk over there and just uh, fucking hit her. Tell us what you're feeling. Pain. He'll get his chance. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he'll I mean, get his, his chance. His skills, well, his skills are undeniable. If he keeps winning, eventually it'll be like the Tony Ferguson effect. And it's like, guys, I haven't lost in five years. <laughs> We'll get a we'll get a title shot eventually. Oh know? my god, look at the freaking bloodshot eyes on Josh Emmett. Relax, my guy. He's hungry, man. Relax. He is a very muscular 145er. Look at that, dude. Yeah, dude. He slept Jeremy Stevens. That's hard to do. Well, his hooks, his hooks are unreal. You just watch him land and you just go, Oh my oh. god, what he did to Michael Johnson, I forgot about that. Dude, that shit hurt me. Oh, my God. He landed so hard. Oh, the jab dropped him. Dude, call up Jeff Nowitzki. What is happening? <laughs> what is happening to the sport? He's not that big, though, so it makes I know, sense. I'm just saying. He's just hit so hard. These guys hit like trucks. Oh, that's the Ricardo Lamas one. Oh, oh, oh dude. Oh. His toes, if you rewind that, his toes were curling. Yes, he's like 5'6". His toes were curling when he fell. Just muscular shit. Shane Burgos is so technical, though. It's going to be a great matchup. Yeah. Shane has like weird like leverages because of how his long, long arms, his arm all, yeah. arms are. It makes his shit like look Whoa. Weird. I think Josh only has two losses, right? Let's check it out. Yeah, he's... Why has it been so long since we've seen him fight? Yeah, he's fifteen and two. Yeah, that's what I thought. Shane Burgos is thirteen and one. Two guys who do not want to have another loss in the record. Josh Emmett is the underdog. It's wow, been almost a year since we've seen him fight. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I thought. 
and his losses are to Jeremy Stevens. But how can you be the underdog when your final two finishes were green? T- were TKOs or KOs? I'm losing my. Mind. He got knocked out by Jeremy Stevens. That fight wasn't stopped. That highlight they show. Yeah, absolute madness. Oh yeah, I do remember that. He clipped Jeremy bad, hurt him bad, and then Jeremy got up and knocked him out stone cold. Yeah. Oh. What's up, Dominic? How you doing, man? In the Periscope chat. Very interesting. Josh Emmett is... uh, I like seeing explosive lighter weight guys. Guys who still have that power in their hands like uh, Cody Garbrandt. Yeah, despite being lighter weight. Because you see more technique from them typically, more movement. It's usually a more interesting fight. But when you also see them knock dudes out, that is even more thrilling. Because you're like... Because they can do both, which I really appreciate. (laughs) See, that Indian dude gets it. He always gets it. You get it. That's the good toe curling. When I see a guy's brain get sent to the fryer and and his body is just contorting, especially when I see, like, the arms lock. Oh, the fencing response type deal. The when the arms lock, I get like upset. That's why I told you I could, we used to look on Reddit and look at like street fights. Oh, and I those told are you, way worse. And those I told you, worse. I told you I can't do it anymore because these dudes, I see their head hit the curb and then their arms just lock. Dude, it there. makes me physically ill when I don't when like they're unconscious that. and then they people run up and they do that soccer kick after they're down. So many people kick the head now when the dude's already knocked out. I and think I'm, all of those people should be tried for like attempted murder. You're gonna put that's actual brain damage now. Like, he might not be the same after getting kicked after he's already knocked out. Ricardo Lamas might not be the same after getting just KO'd like that. We talked about it, dude. Ricardo Slamas. Ricardo Slamas. I got, I got marbles in my mouth. <laughs> That's just devastating. I hate watching that stuff. But then Ooh. at the same time, I follow fight porn on Twitter, so it's like... I mean, uh, I like it, but, like, I don't like seeing guys get slept like that. I like seeing guys TKO is much more merciful. Sorry for my bad jokes. Sometimes we're going to MMA stuff talk. They're Dude. welcome here. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the club. I was going to say. Yeah, you and me both, brother. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, geez. Only sadness. Oh, geez. Masvidal knee knockout. Oh, God. Yeah. That Askren knockout. And then, like, his hips locked, too, if you guys noticed that. When Askren went down. He was like hinged at the back. So he didn't, he went down like a rocking chair. No, he felt like he got shot with a sniper. That's what I'm, no, that it's worse than that. Because if he would have just slumped, it would have been one thing. His hips locked, his arms locked, and his legs locked. That's true. It looks more like he he got zapped with electricity. No, he looks like he got hit with a fucking freeze ray and then was just, just just over. And then you just see Jorge, the least classy fighter in the world, slaps to the thing and is like, wake up. And I'm like, you're a bad guy. Jorge Masvidal. I cannot wait for Jorge Masvidal to lose. I hated that so much. I root for against him in every fight because I'm fine with you talking shit. Oh, the H-bomb to Bisbing, too, was another one of those where I was like, you're a piece of shit. I don't care what Michael said. I, I'm fine if you want to talk shit. I'm, I thought the three-piece with the soda was funny. I didn't think you assaulting Leon was funny. 
Didn't no, think that was, that was funny. ridiculous. Just like when Connor threw shit at Nate, I didn't think that was funny either. I thought that was low class shit. I thought both of them throwing things. Yeah, that's preposterous. Be professional, you know. Yeah, there's a way where you can look at Chel Sonnen, dude. You can be you can be professional and talk shit and still get people to watch. You don't have to do all that hooligan business. Then you gotta be a class act and tapping like mocking the knockout when you knock him out, and you. Cause damage to the man, you know. I uh, yeah, I would have a weight. F- I would feel like the weight of that. It's serious shit. You don't want to mock that. Yeah, know? the limbs locking up. Jesus. I the only like gym knockouts I've seen are like the the not terrible kind where a dude just gets like flash, rocked. Flash stuff. Where it's like yeah. I definitely don't like seeing the the the, the world enders. Ooh, we're about to be underway here. Shane Burgos. We might is see a, a world ending knockout right here. That's what I said. I was like, how can you take Josh Emmett coming off of two KO wins? Because he's been fought in a year. Okay. Shane Burgos is. Uh, let's see who gets two scary technical let's, punchers. Let's see who touches who first. I think that Josh Emmett has way more power in his hands yes. than Burgos, but Burgos is the better boxer. I think yeah, I was about to say he's a little bit more crisp. But just because I think Josh Emmett puts more into each punch, so it's it's tougher for him to recover. Like uh, he, Josh he, is one of those weirdos that needs to punch the face before. Makes sense. Get ready. Why? Just I see fighters do that get all your the body time. Ready. It's like it, yeah. I don't. Well, I think Nate Diaz said the same Clint thing. Clint Weed's brother after the first the after sh- the first punch, you uh, get used to it. The first punch wakes you up, so you get it out of the way. That's why he punches himself. <laughs> Street Jesus doesn't care. Does care. Oh, he does care. He just I needs can't. to play Scarface for the bag. Uh, yeah. Uh, he cares about his guys. I will say that. He does have affection for his American Top Team guys, but I don't think he cares about anyone else. No, I don't think so at all. You know, Bo Nickel has been training at American Top Team. Hasn't he said before, oh, that's what you get for talking shit and stuff like that? Is, <laughs> it, that, is it that what you get? <laughs> we got this fight as well underway. If you guys want to sync it up with us, while watching 446543 oh, oh shit wow. Josh Emmett lands a nice left hand already wow. oh what the hell hurt his shin Josh Emmett grabbed his shin in pain already oh he hurt his knee Josh Emmett's knee is hurt yeah Josh Emmett hurt his knee Josh Emmett hurt his knee already fuck me yeah he's planning on it really weird what is happening he can't move his movement's compromised Oh, yeah, he's planning on it. Really weird. Whoa. Dude, four seconds into the fucking fight, he's hurt. That's a bummer. Oh. His movement's compromised. He's still landing, though. He's throwing for the fences now because his knee's hurt, though. He's loading up more than he would be otherwise. Shane Burgos recognizes it. Oh, oh, left hook from Burgos. Oh, he hit him again. Emmett's clipping Burgos here, even with one knee. Burgos is nice He's jab just from Burgos. Like kick it oh, Emmett's landing. You're right, dude. These hooks are coming quick and very hard. And he's Josh landing, Emmett. bro. He th- kicked with the legs. I was about to say, he threw a head kick with his fucked up leg. J- Shane Burgos recognized that he's hurt and he's throwing leg kicks now. Only to that. He just keeps throwing to that leg. Nice jab from Burgos. We'll know if Emmett's going to power through if he kicks with his right leg. If he puts all the weight on that left leg, we'll know that he's yeah. fine. But if oh, oh wow. shit, another right hand from Burke. Oh, oh my Emmett's god, Emmett's landing here. Emmett is landing. 
Burgos throws a chinny chin chin on him. Yeah, he does. Oh, another nice fucking right hand from Emmett. Oh, he clipped him again. Emmett's faster right now. We'll see if that stays the case as this fight goes on. He respects fighters just don't chat shit to him. That's part of the game, though. I was going to say. That's the only thing I don't, I don't like. He hates when people talk shit, but that's he what treats like He treats like the shit that Chael Sonnen does as like if it's standard like promotion as though it's major A personal disrespect. slight, and it's like, dude. This is what sells fights. This is nothing new. Easy. And he'll, like, commit, like, real-world assault <laughs> over it, and it's like, dude, we're f- professional fighters. Fight, fight when you're getting paid for it. Yeah. Nice body kick by Shane. Oh, oh shit! He Huge just clipped right Shane hand. There. Oh, he clipped him there. Shane's trying to act like he didn't just get clipped. He smiled so you know it hurt him. Dude, oh. that leg is fucked up. What happened? Josh is not okay. I'm, I'm going to need a replay. Oh, he's fucked up. Yeah, Shane knows that he's really uh, taking advantage of it now. He keeps kicking that leg over and over again. I love oh, it. Oh, Josh lands. Again. I would end every single combo. Well, every other combo. You don't want to become predictable, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. He is lighting that leg up. This is hard to see. You know, Shane's doing what he has to do. Again with that leg. But the the, the scary thing is you can't just keep kicking that leg willy-nilly because Emmett is loading up on these punches, dude. You see these right hands and left hooks coming at those, the, when Emmett's coming, coming inside, he's landing, too. Look, em, em, that leg is fucked up. I need to see this replay. He's it's pulling... Co- it's lo- he's losing... Mobility. Uh, I was going to say, and every time Shane hits it, he it's coming off the ground, which is very bizarre. Right? He's pulling that leg back before Shane even throws the kicks now. It's very weird, man. Oh, big body shot lands. Oh, he kicked that leg out from under him. Stopped Emmett on the way in with that leg kick. Usman Burns, who you got? Uh, we'll answer that when there's a break. In between rounds. Jesus Christ, dude. You got problems, man. I know. Let's see. Oh, man. Oh, oh stiff right Bink hand Stiff lands. right hand from Emmett. See, Emmett's, Emmett's staying true to his hands. He's throwing here. Oh, huge oh, right in the left behind it. That was an exchange there, man. Nice left hook there from Burgos. These guys are throwing down. I think, Bur- I was going to say, if Burgos throws there, they're so close to each other and he's got these long-ass arms. Throw. Yeah, why not? Josh Emmett shoots on Shane Burgos. Despite having a fucked up knee. Wow. Oh, Josh Emmett landed. That was the longest eight seconds of my life. Josh Emmett landed a whole lot of power shots on Shane Burgos in that round. Dude, Josh Emmett got a whole paragraph tattooed on him too. What does it say? I was going to say, I got to (laughs) know. What if it's just like ingredients for like a dish? What? Like ratatouille? Yeah. (laughs) Where he's like uh, radishes. uh, Josh Emmett. Beets. Diced. In the squares. That's not what it is, dude. That's not it. I really need to see that uh, replay. What happened to his knee? Oh, my God. Look at these knockouts we're seeing. 
Dude, I typed in Josh Emmett tattoo and I got Josh Emmett nipples. Josh Emmett says he got a fight. Yeah, okay. just don't look it up. Just how about you go to Google Images for that? Fuck yeah? it, forget it. I was gonna say Usman Burns. Who you got? Usman Burns. I have Usman. I think the pressure he's gonna put on Burns will, will be enough. I think it's gonna be like the Colby fight in that. Oh, that's what did it. What he planted his. It was not even a. Uh, no con. It was a no contact injury. Oh, so he, like, he actually heard it. Yeah, he heard it. He like planted it. Oh shit! Right hand lands from Emmett right away. Emmett is landing, bro. Oh, that missed. The o- massive overhand rights, dude. <laughs> oh, he is like really monked up. It, it it failed him again. And Jason Herzog is looking for uh, a reason to stop it. Yeah. Oh. There was like a mechanical failure as he was walking backward. Oh, again. Something. I hate f- when this happens, man. It's such a shame. Oh, my God. Uh, and if anyone's ever had knee pain, man, I could not imagine while having knee pain, someone kicking it. And then continuing to fight like this. <sighs> oh, oh, right to left. Oh, Emmett lands and then two the big knee, shots. And then the knee gets blown out again. Emmett's getting the better of the stand-up exchanges with a hurt knee, which is kind of crazy. Wow. He's just all power, man. Some of those are landing on the guard of Burgos and still knocking Burgos back. Very powerful dude. Head kick. And then a right. And another right. Very interesting. Shane's starting to hold his hands a little bit higher. These jabs are uh, starting to touch Emmett, though. Oh, oh my good, god! Good blocking from Burgos there. It's great Blocks vision. The head, head great kick. vision. Blocks the head kick of Emmett. Whoa! Nice uppercut from Shane Burgos, dude. These Burgos's jabs are starting to land, and I think he's going to set stuff up off of him. He's already landed. Oh my gosh! Oh, uh, Josh Emmett's knee is toast, bro. He almost just fell down from a leg kick. Yeah, he's not long for this world. Oh, every time they exchange, Burgos is going for the leg. Emmett's starting to get it taken to him here. Oh, oh huge right hand from Emmett. As I say that, he catches Burgos. An- oh, catches the, mouth, the mouthpiece is out. What? I don't know about that. All right, go, go, go. They separated. Herzog separated them so Josh Emmett could, uh, I mean, uh, I, I keep calling Shane Burgos Josh Emmett. Shane Burgos' mouthpiece fell out. A left hook lands for Josh Emmett again. Just devastating for Josh Emmett. I know. It's such a shame. Literally like 40 seconds into the very first round, you have a rather significant oh, knee injury. Burgos with the jab. One, two, then for Emmett. Dude, he is doing really well on the feet still, despite having a, a knee issue. Good head wow. movement. Head movement. Oh, good. Shane caught him with the jab there. The jab has been the best strike for Shane. Oh, big body shots from Shane. By far. This is a good back and forth fight, man. High level shit on the feet. Very, very good. Just crazy. We'll see what Luke can get. Oh, wow. He just, every time Josh has to, every time Josh 
tries to move, Shane just hits him low. Oh, shit. Two right hooks land for Josh Emmett. Jeez. Very interesting. Who's winning? It's so tough to tell, huh? I, I have no idea. I was just thinking how about, are like, you scoring this? I was thinking about this, like, how would I score it? I don't know. Because you have to score the leg kicks. But at the same time, he has an injury, so like it really throws a wrench into it. Yet he's still being effective. Like he's still in it. But it's he's, not, showing it's a not lot, one, he's showing a lot of lot physical, of physical damage. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Even though he's getting the better of the boxing exchanges, it's very bizarre. It's tough. This this one could literally go either way because of it, too. Uh, right now, anyway. Oh, Burgos just landed two Burgos hard shots. Is, those were two good combos oh, from Burgos. Oh, they just traded. It was a better trade for Burgos, too. A jab for a, a hook. Oh, Ooh, good right Burgos cross. Burgos landed hard again. I'm telling you, he's building off this jab. The jab's landing for Burgos. I'm interested to see. Oh! oh! Big shot for Emmett lands. I want to see Emmett just keep getting off. He nice can't let Burgos walk him from down. Burgos. Two good teeps. Oh! oh huge punch lands they for Josh Emmett. They are trading, Emmett. bro. Uppercut for Burgos. Oh, my Fuck God. Fuck yes, dude. What a These fight. These guys are throwing down. This is a barn fight, dude. What a fight. This is a. They're just out in the woods, bro. Mm. Interesting. By what you guys have said, Emmett loses. It's tough. It's really tough it's to really say. It's really tough because every time we're like, oh, Shane is starting to take back over, he gets absolutely clipped. It's just when Emmett lands shots, they just hit differently. They really do. They hit different. They hit different. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. It's just bro. every time you see those his shots land in particular, you're just like, oh, shit. Oh, God. But then his movement's compromised because of a leg injury that happened early on. And because of that, Shane Burgos is throwing leg kicks nonstop. And they're doing a lot of damage. They're buckling the legs of Josh Emmett over and over again. Yeah. And the judges are certainly certainly going to take that into account. Um, Shane Burgos is coming forward nonstop, and he keeps ha he keeps pushing Josh Emmett back up against the fence because his movement's compromised. And that's going to be a factor, too. Totally. So it's tough. And especially in that second round, Shane Burgos did a great job building off of his uh, jab. So the judges will see that as well. Yeah, very back and forth. Very back and forth. It's such a close fight. It's such a close fight. I think it comes down to this round. Definitely does. And if anybody says it's a robbery, they're out of their goddamn mind. So far, anyway. Third round underway oh, here. Emmett's swinging for the fences, misses Burgos three times. Cheers, dude, with the hat. Thanks, man. My name's Mason, by the way. I should I, I should say that more often, I think. Maybe I should put a lower third up. What? Under oh, what? What happened? Oh, shit. He dropped him? I fucking jo missed it. I, I was looking it. at the chat. I was looking at you. Josh Emmett just dropped Shane Burgos. I have no idea what happened, though. Fuck, man. Fuck. One minute. One minute into the final round. One minute into the final round, Josh Emmett knocked down Shane Burgos. Crazy, dude. Full guard here.
still full guard. Not much has happened. Hammer fist there. Very hard hammer fist. Wow. Great stand-up from Burgo. Scrambled out. I have no... Fuck. I'm sure it was just one of those massive overhand rights. Big shots the to the body from Emmett. Lots of heart displayed from Emmett in this fight, considering that so is a Burgos knee injury. Too. Burgos is getting smacked by giant shots and just... Still coming forward. It's just great point. eating him up, dude. It's brutal. Oh, Emmett just got Oh, he apologized. He apologized for it as soon as it happened. He knew he hit him. Oh, man. I think uh, Burgos just pulled an old tactical move. A pro gamer move right here. No, no that, that was, was accidental. That was accidental. Yeah, it was accidental. Still, Josh Emmett sprawled out on his oh, knees right now. That was a that was a that was a kick to the cock. That was a that was a cock kick right there. That was brutal. Absolutely insane. Fight, All though. the UFC fighters are blowing up Twitter right now talking about this fight. Oh God, that hurts me to see. That that was a hard ass kick. You don't want to wait too long because the adrenaline might wear off, and then he'll be really feeling the knee. That's true. You don't want to wait. Dude, you could you be feeling everything not. slide around in there, fluid building up? I told you, you felt knee pain before working out, and it's just like the whole time you're feeling it, you're like, I just want to take Dude, it easy. And I haven't really had a knee injury, knock on wood, but my shoulder was fucked up a, like a week ago. Oh, my God. I was like, is something torn? What did I do? I've, uh, I've twisted the knee before, but it hasn't been like anything crazy. But even then, I was like, oh, geez. Dude, hopefully he doesn't throw up. That is the worst. Oh, he's not okay. He got, it was a hard dick. It was a hard dick kick. He threw his fucking whole body right into it right here. Oh, they're showing other moments of the fight. What What happened? Where did he drop him? Is this it? Nope. You know, I kind of agree with this, though, because Emmett oh, that's was what starting it was. to... Walked into a jab. All right, he's ready. Who's not okay, dude? Josh Emmett got kicked in the crotch. So he got like a three-minute-long break, and uh, he's back now. Three minutes left oh, in the third round. Oh, big overhand right lands. Another overhand right lands. Burgos is keeping that lead hand down. Wow. Jesus, Josh Emmett's firing out like a bat out of hell, man. Tremendous fight from both guys here. Very close fight. Oh. Burgos pressuring, but he's missing with these jabs. Oh! Fuck! Josh Emmett! Josh Emmett! Josh Emmett! Oh, my God. Massive left hand. Josh Emmett just landed a huge left hook. Wow, that was fucking extreme, that left hand. Holy shit. Oh, man. Oh! Elbows now from the full guard. Yikes! Josh Emmett just landed two big shots. He's, he's winning this third round. Is that two knockdowns in this round? Yep. Wow. That hook clipped Shane Burgos. Holy shit. Big time. Dude, the chin on this guy, unreal. Holy shit, man. Unreal. So many other dudes would have gotten knocked dead with that. He did not see it coming at all. Jeez. And Burgos is still walking forward like a goddamn psychopath. Dude, I am the heart from Shane Burgos. Oh! 
Oh, Emmett clipped him again. Emmett clipped him again, dude. Oh, he's clipping him. Emmett is just landing here, dude. A minute left. Third round significant strikes, 41 to 18 in, fa in favor of Josh Emmett. That's crazy. That's just crazy. Emmett's just finding him. Such a close fight, but I, I think Josh is really doing everything he needs to in this third round. That is crazy. Look at fucking Burgos's face, man. Wearing the damage, all those overhand shots. Burgos is pressuring him now, though. He is. Punches and bunches here. 44 seconds left to work. Oh! Oh! oh he got clipped again. Burgos says, I want more. Waves oh, him he on. just ate a massive right hand. Oh, wow. Dude. Big shots are landing from Emmett. If anybody had a question about Shane Burgos' chin, well, Bro, we have the answers. You just answered your question. Jesus, dude. The guy's taking big shots. God damn, man. Whoa, Emmett is fast. Oh, my gosh. And this is with compromised movement. Imagine if you're able to cut in and out more. Oh, man. That oh, was shit. insane. Uh, insane fight. Crazy fight. Insane. Insane fight. Jeez. Holy wow. fuck. Wow. Dude. 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 They just threw down. I told you that one was going to be a barn burner. Josh Emmett does not have boring fights. Henry, Hudis, Henry Cejudo says, fight of the year candidate. Bo beautiful to see these two artists at work. Wow. Yeah, Josh Emmett does not have a boring fight. He fights like an insane person. Those clown tattoos are terrifying. Did you see the... Oh, they are terrifying. But did you see the explosive movement from him in this fight? Dude, it's fast twitch. Dude's fast a little twitch. ball of energy. He is. Dude, and his cardio was there, huh? He was he had power waver. the whole time. Retained his power because his power deep into the fight. His power comes from how you're supposed to generate. It's power. gonna be. I think it's gonna be a decision for uh, Emmett here. I don't I think, think so too. Based on how that third round I think went, it's two it's one. Tough to yeah, it's two one. I agree. I think he won the first and the third. I agree. I, I Shane agree. started to land more in the second. His jab was connecting in the second. I think. I think that's a first and third for uh, Josh Emmett there. And oh, it's wow. tough to it's tough to get knocked down twice in the third, and still get the fight called. Is he in talking your favor. to the judges? I have no idea. I, I think I, he's I talking. I think there. Shane Burgess is talking. Nah, to those the are judges. the commentators. Oh, okay, they are. Yep. Saw Anik shiny head. That's how I knew. That was a close fight, dude. Both those guys deserve fifty grand, man. They Incredible fought their fight. asses Incredible off. Incredible fight. Jesus. Well, Emmett produces power. How you're, we'll talk about it after the fight. I want to see who wins first. You're going to say draw? Draw would be absolutely crazy. That would be crazy. Unanimous decision. Win for Josh Emmett. Yeah. Josh Emmett with the unanimous decision win. Holy shit. That's such a close fight, dude. It's just the fact that he hurt him twice in the third. That's all it was, really. He hurt him twice in the third, and, and it's tough to score that fight for Shane Burgos, knowing that he got dropped twice in the third like that. It's tough. 
Wow. Limping already. As soon as, when as soon as I told you, as soon as he had to drop the facade, he's like, fuck, I told fuck, you, man, get me crutches. That, Oh dude, something's wrong in there. It might be like a meniscus or something. Yeah. Well, Ooh. He's gonna well, be, he's going to have another layoff. I was going to say he's going to be on medical suspension for a while. God. What a war. I cannot believe he fought that well with a hurt knee. That was crazy, dude. Just simply sensational from Josh Emmett. You want to talk about both of those guys? Give them their fucking money. Dude. This main event had better be a fucking banger now. That's like when you're, when you're, I feel like I'm, te- I've been teleported back to fifth grade and it's time for our class presentations and somebody gets up and does a goddamn musical number and brings the teacher <laughs> to tears. And they're like, Mason. It's your turn. And I'm like, how the fuck do I follow that? Dude, how I've, do you follow that? I've disappointed many a class. That's many what I'm saying. How do you follow that fight? Oh, God. That was that was just phenomenal from both guys. Very impressed with Shane Burgos, too. He just needed to shore up the defenses a little bit more, man. Yeah, his hands were down a little bit too much for my liking. It's the long arms, dude. He's a long Jonathan. It's tough when your arms are 70 feet long to curl them up and have them up here. That's true. Long Jonathan. That's true. <laughs> crazy fight, though. Oh, crazy well, fight. What though. I wanted to talk how about, about was that how fucking chin. Good uh, luck getting that guy out of there for good. Well, I wanted to talk about how Josh Emmett produces his power, and he does it in the right way by building explosiveness through string conditioning and then timing. He yeah. explodes and gets in and then clips you and then gets out. Yeah, he he lands a shot before he have a chance to react, Boom! and that's why they, they do so much damage. And look oh, at how he torques with his hips, dude. It's insane. it all all the power comes from his legs. All the power comes from his legs. Well, he's like Rashad Evans in that aspect where it's not you're not born with that. That has to come from your leg training. Yeah, explosive training with the legs. So, guess what happens on guys who use their legs explosively like that though? Knees. Yeah, your knees suffer. I mean, we saw that with Rashad. Rashad had th- three surgeries on one knee. Holy shit. Remarkable fight. Let's I really now, now watch Blades get Volkov out of there in 45 seconds. I really seconds. hope Josh still has the power on the knee afterward. I'm sure he will. I mean, they'll, I mean he he'll get it. the medical suspension. They'll do an MRI. They'll Plus, look. He, he kept the power in the later rounds with the hurt knee. Yeah, that's true. It's very, very true. Just spectacular, man. Holy moly. Very impressive performance from him. Damn, he hasn't fought in almost a year, 11 months. Came back and looked great. Just secured the bag, got the money. And and he'll have a post-fight bonus coming his way, for sure. Oh, absolutely. How much, what's his pay? I have no idea what his contract looks Let's like. What a stream so far, though, guys. Remember that if you're enjoying it, uh, you can follow us on Podbean, iTunes. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube. Helps us out a lot. We're trying to grow a community here. Josh M and helps a great deal. 50-50. 50-50? Okay. 50-50. Tack another 50 onto that. Blades in three or five? I, I Probably three. Probably three just from ground and pound. Shane Burgos only gets 30-30, dude. Criminal. Lyman Good only gets 36-36. Holy shit. That's insane. That's crazy. Bobby Green only gets 25-25, dude. Ugh. Well, at least for this fight, I'm sure Burgos will get an extra 50 as well for fight of the night. Assuming that the heavyweight fight isn't like absolutely bonkers. Dude, the pay for these guys is not what you'd expect. No, it's not. Holy I, did, I don't shit. think that includes their uh, Reebok, their $7 yeah. they get from Emmett Reebok. Emmett gets an additional five grand From Reebok? Uh, yeah, Lyman gets four grand. 
dude, that's tough. To do what they love, though, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm trying to justify it. Oh, shit, man. It's worth it if you're Curtis Blades making one and one. Is it though? Two hundred grand a fight? That's yeah, true. it's worth it. But then, we, like, you see, Alistair's making flat eight hundred, and it's like, <laughs> I'll take flat eight hundred all day. But he's been fighting since he was twelve. I mean, yeah, he's a big name. But still, if I, you give like a three three contract, that's or like you just give me a three flat. Three flat is like insane. Who do you think you are, Henry Cejudo? He's, he's Daniel Cormier has a three flat I contract. Say. I mean, he's still getting paid his champion money though. It points on the back end plus three hundred. No, no, no. That's that was his like standard deal, but he got he got a different he got oh, champ pay. I was about to say. And for Low the millions, for the rematch, for he's sure. yeah for the rematch, he's also getting his champ pay. Because yeah, of course he's not gonna fight for three. He's Dan Cormier, but like just having three as like a fighter would be like huge, especially at the lighter weights. Heavyweights get paid so much, so much more. Yeah, so much more. Volkov seventy five, seventy five. Shockingly low. But he hasn't been in the UFC that long, has he? No, yeah. I was about to say recent addition. How much does Colby get paid? I'm watching this, these highlights over and over again. On it. I know Sugar Sean got like 40-40, which is like crazy. Because it was still on his original. At least he's doing a good job of diversifying his sources of income. He's just a Twitch streamer. Podcaster. He does his podcast too. Timbo right? Sugar Show. The what? The Timbo Sugar Show. That's okay. his name his podcast. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, it's Tim and Sugar. But I like to see that, though. If you're a fighter, there's no reason you shouldn't be streaming on Twitch. Obviously, if you don't play video games, there's no need to pick them up. But if you're already playing video games, you should stream it. Wait, what Make the you some money. fuck? Dude, that's crazy, You definitely man. have a podcast. Tell your life story. Wait, why is Colby complaining about this pay? What is it? 25? He gets 500 grand show money. 500 to show? 500 to show. 50 grand for Friday the night, and then he got paid. He got paid 580 against the champ. Oh, that's why. That's not his standard contract. I was going to say. He got points. Okay, so when he fought. It's not 580. When he fought Lawler, with points? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, that's crazy. Never mind. He had 45 45 contract when he fought Lawler. That's crazy. No stream links here, man. Don't do that shit. <laughs> that's crazy that you had Colby Covington fighting on a. Wait, this is insane. His contract's different every time. So with Covington, well, that's what happens when you have giant layoffs in between fights. No, Covington you're constantly versus Lawler with UFC was forty-five, forty-five, but against RDA, he made three fifty to show. Okay, so this is very. It's very. That is bizarre. Then he made thirty-nine, thirty-nine against Maya. Then he made thirty-three, thirty-three. Okay, so then it goes down. So his pay has been going up, but to say that he should be on a forty-five, forty-five contract now, if he's not fighting for That's a title, insane is insane. No way, no way. He should at least be getting a hundred, hundred. That is insane. At least, at least he was the interim champ. He fought for the belt twice now. 580 five to show is like that's a that's a good chunk of change right there. You fight three times a year, yeah. I, if I, I would do a Derek Lewis did. I would get a contract like that and then uh, fight three times and peace. <laughs> right. I'll peace never fight out. again. Even though he's coming back. He's coming back against. I'm going to uh, do seminars and chill. He's fighting Alexi Olenek. And I think he's going to knock him out. Derek Lewis has looked better, actually. Yeah, well, now that he trains. That, that does help. It does, It'll do it. It definitely does help. It'll make the difference. 
What is this, a fucking birth control commercial? So his guaranteed purse is 500 grand to show Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis? No matter what, he makes 500 grand to fight. Good for him. His highest ever purse, I believe, was, um, I think it was against Daniel Cormier. He made a decent amount of money. Probably. Yeah, he made he made 500 grand. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Season eight, he doesn't get. They lied. Fake news? They, they so what's happening? To me. They lied to me. I don't know. They're, he's 145-145 split. That's what he got for the Latifi win. Yeah. That Rafael Desanias was for the interim belt? Yeah, he had the interim belt, but he fought didn't when he fought Robbie, did Robbie have the title? No. Oh, okay. That's why he got paid So he had the run. interim and then he fought Kamaru for the actual belt. Gotcha. Yeah. Still though, if you want to talk about like the pinnacle of the sport, man, it kind of sucks that these guys aren't set up for life when you fight for the title. Like you think that when you fight the for title the title changes, I guess that's true. But the title changes hands you so made much. It How many to the people top of a game where it's so easy to lose? Fair enough. Just like I'm not saying like insane amounts of money, but like you should be worth like two mil. Okay, by but the time then, you get there. But then let me ask you this: Would you rather the champions and the people at the top fighting for the belt get paid many, many millions, but then you see the people on the undercard making like four grand a fight? Because no. that's how it is in boxing. No, that's the that's problem how it is with in boxing. boxing. If you look at the average pay, if you look at the average pay, it's terrible. It's not that not compared to boxing. No, I'm saying the average pay of boxers is terrible. Yeah, yeah it's totally true. It's a problem. I mean, you could see people in the UFC who continue who continuously fight in the prelims actually make a living fighting. Granted, they're not stars and they're not living in mansions, but they're making a living. If you see people boxing and they never they make have it, jobs, they have exactly they the have guy jobs. who just fought Jarrell Big Baby Miller. His boxing is literally what he does like after his side. job, yeah. like three days a week. And he just fought Jarrell Big Baby Miller for a title. He has a belt. Yeah. It's, well, it's, that's insane. It's insane in boxing. And that's why you have that, though. That's why you have, like, unless you kill it in the amateurs and you go undefeated, your career's fucked. It's, it matters much, much more. Whereas in MMA, we see guys, we see for people the, like Raquel Pennington, 10 and 8, but she's a world-class talent. Boxing pens... Boxing pays much better than UFC. It, it pays the champions much better than the UFC. That's what we were getting at. It, the, the people that, who that you don't promoters really, also decide who the champions are. Kind yeah. of, kind of. You know what I mean? They, they decide have a who huge gets the money. Say in it because they they, they protect dictate you. they dictate when matchups happen and they insulate you from they insulate you from danger. You don't want to fight that fifteen the fifteen and zero kid who's coming who's, up training his balls off when you're a guy who's trying to I'm trying to I'm looking for the title in 10 years why the fuck am I going to fight this kid who's killing himself training I want to fight the baker uh, or I want to fight the guy who works at UPS and yeah. he does this at, for two hours after he gets off losses, his shift losses are much more significant that's for sure they can set you back a great deal you don't know what people get it's public it's public it's right here you can, I, Google I it. It. you can Google it too. I have the information. I can send it to you if you'd like. I'll drop you a link. And then they get peanuts. Um, when you get to the UFC, Relative you do what? Yeah. Now, when you go to regional fight promotions, that is goddamn blood sport. Well, it's a hobby. It's like a hobby. Those regional promotions are goddamn blood sport. Well, it's only UFC vets who are getting reasonable money in uh, MMA. It's 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 tough. 
People think they make it when they go to the UFC and get a few grand. That's crazy. You didn't make it. No, the, the people in the UFC, even a guy who's making like 12 and 12, I guarantee he's making more than like low-level boxers on prelims. Oh, yeah. I mean, and the thing is, boxing is so varied. It greatly depends upon the promotion and all these other things. Yeah. But on average, for sure. I mean, you see people like Caceres is a good example of that. How much does he make per fight? That's a good. He's he's more of a journeyman in lighter weight classes. I wouldn't be shocked if he made 50 grand to fight, maybe even 75. But then they fight three to four times a year. So you have to factor that in, too. And I think on average, the fighters tend to be doing better. But, yeah, Conor McGregor definitely helped. Conor McGregor definitely helped set a precedent for higher, higher fighter pay. But by that same token, he's really the only person you've seen at the top of the sport who've entered a, an upper echelon of pay. Before, you'd see champions making... Like, John Jones was another one of the uh, first fighters making a, a significant amount of money. Before, we'd see champions, and they're making hundreds of thousands of dollars, which isn't nothing. But if you dedicate your life to an athletic pursuit, it's nothing compared to the NFL or the NBA or the MLB. Alex Caceres made 116 k for beating Chase Super. There you go. For winning, too. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like a 50-50 split, which is pretty fucking good. Mm -hmm. And I think that the, the fighter pay at that, based on what we've mentioned already, is definitely hindering the sport because you're not going to have these elite-level athletes, these people who go to the NFL, and they're, they're groomed from a young age to become these pro athletes come to the UFC. It's tough to do... it's all about money. It's tough to do MMA part-time, too. It's, yeah, it is. It's hard to do... Yeah, you can just do boxing and strength and conditioning and, like, have a job, but when you have striking, grappling, There's wrestling, too much to get good at. strength and conditioning, um, diet planning, like, this, then recovery after all those sessions, you'd be hard-pressed to find a guy. There, There's, like, a couple of guys who do shit like that. Like, Jeff Neal was, like, one of the guys who could do that. The top, top fighters, definitely. Definitely. They should Yeah. Especially when you're trying to make the UFC on the same playing field as the NBA and the NFL and things like that. When you want, when you when people like, think of fighting, yeah. you want them to think of the UFC. But when you have fighters you talking have, about like I'm, I please want money. Yeah, I want money. It's please. never a good look. Especially when it's like they're not. When you uh, people don't care that when John Jones and Jorge Masvidal and Conor McGregor say stuff like that because those guys are fine. But when you have a guy who is like, hey. Uh, my house isn't paid off and like I don't I, like I have bills like when you have like a fighter saying stuff like that you're like this is like the NBA like right. this is supposed to be like the professional fighting league if you have like the guard for the Wizards talking about like at the same time it's tough too though right because if you look at the NF if you look at the NFL right they have teams that are worth about what's their the most expensive team in the NFL is like worth four billion dollars or yeah. something like that so you have the entire UFC corporation and it's like an NFL team Right. That's true. And then you have five or 600 people on the roster of your NFL team and you can't be expected to pay everybody the league minimum, which is like 300 grand. So it's tough to even compete with a, a league like that, you know? Huh? That is true. Yeah. I'll definitely take a look into him. Adam Proctor. I'll write that down. But yeah, I think as the as the sport grows, uh, fighters will get better pay. It's just tough right now, and it's, that's the only bad thing you see about these yeah. businesses because at the at the end of the day, they want to make as much money as possible. 
It so. sucks too when you see fighters. That is true. You do see fighters at like local gyms where it's like, yeah, if that guy had like all of the time in the world to devote to this, he could probably do something. But it's like they all accepted the low pay before Connor put out there. Yeah, I mean, they had no choice, right? Fighters and there are no still, competitors, yeah. so it's not like they can uh, open themselves up to the free market and see, you know, is Bellator going to offer me more money to fight for them? How, c- how could they? And fighters will still take the lower pay. That's one thing that's tough about fighters because they want the money. They need the money. They're not going to wait for the tactics that are being used by John Jones and Jorge that will work and increase everyone's pay. They're not going to wait for it to take place and have an effect. Failed medical for the UFC. What was wrong with him? Man, there's all there's a ton of stuff where you can just get like ticked off the list. Really? Yeah. A ton of guys have gotten for like um there's like heart conditions you can have, eye stuff. Wow, I didn't know that. I didn't think that that was like a hurdle you had to get past. For sure. I'll definitely look into him too. Cage Warriors has some good fights. We 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 watched that uh, on Fight Pass. From time to time. Dude, Liverpool, baby. Uh, my friend is a huge fan of Liverpool's soccer team. Something in his brain scan? Jesus, hopefully he's okay. Oh, fuck. Danger, danger. Bruce Buffer talking about the main event of the evening. Curtis Blades and Alexander Volkov are in the ring. They're about to throw down here. Volkov is so tall, dude. Six seven. Did you see when he was fighting Struve? It was like two skyscrapers yeah, mashing he, together. They're both tall dudes, man. Big boys. Herb Dean in the octagon. Best to do it. One of the best to ever do it. You think Big John is better than Herb or what? I think so. I think Big John. For me, it goes Big John, Herb. Everybody else. Everybody else. Then Mazzagatti. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Steve Mazzagatti <laughs> is the worst referee in mixed martial arts. <laughs> Too fucking funny. Are you crazy? Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> oh, so good, dude. Oh, yes. Oh, Newcastle and Liverpool are the boys? Oh. I know that Liverpool, apparently their soccer team is like... On top right now. They won the Champions League. Dude, you were talking about sofa sur- surfing so you could be on the show. I will sofa surf on your couch so I can go to the UK. <laughs> never been to Europe. You're ridiculous. You've never want, been. Yeah. I'd love to go. I can, I, I'll take you there right now. It's raining. <laughs> the food is shit. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I did it. No smoke, guys. I'm just, I'm just fucking around. Just fucking around. <laughs> Do you guys still have chimney sweeps? Stop. Stop. It's not the industrial revolution, bro. I heard that like among chimney sweeps, scrotal cancer like ravaged them. <laughs> I swear to God. Because they would get naked. You're a fucking They clown. would get naked and they totally, would go. Bro. I swear to God. Google yeah. it. I swear to fucking I think you're, God. You're, no you're, bullshit. You're crazy. They would get naked and they would go up and down chimneys. I think you have, I I think you have scrotal cancer. And they would get you scrotal do, cancer. You Fuck you. Fuck you. Ridiculous. Chimney sweeps. They would do it, I swear. Google it. <laughs> yeah. Curtis Blades got he has the uh, blades hairstyle. I like that. He's got a style do. 
I can see right through Volkov's hairline. <laughs> it's fine. I know the struggle. I'm not going to throw stones, glass houses. And they're getting it on. Main event of the evening, folks. It's underway. 455. Four, Curtis Blades three. already in on the takedown. Curtis Got Blades it. already. Eight seconds has the takedown. Volkov pressed up against the cage here. We've just begun the fight, and Curtis Blades already has the takedown. Holding on to a shitty guillotine despite being in half guard. Let go. Curtis Blades is using both hands. He's Volkov scooting out. back up to his feet. Volkov used the guillotine there to get back up to his feet. That was good. Blades needs to put all the weight on there. Curtis Blades has Volkov's back. Standing. Nice oh, trip tripped. from Blades. Nice trip from Blades. Blades trying to put hooks in. Still Just pushing his weight on him. Just needs to put his weight on Volkov here. Just push here. your weight on him. Push your weight on uh, him. When you're 250, it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough when you're 250 to, to push that up off the ground. An English commentator? Only if you sound like Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> nice. Outrageous. <laughs> That's actually a really good night with Thornberry from you. That's good. That was good. Good shots here landing. Curtis Blade still has his back. Just putting his weight on him. Putting his weight on him. Looking for seatbelt here. Might want to take his back. Yeah, Volkov's get back. Oh wow. Good power. Oh, Volkov back down to his legs. And now Curtis is doing a good job. See, that arm is weight bearing so much right now. If he can get to that arm. Of Volkov. He'll be down as long as his knee is on the Volkov him like is that. actually looking to get stood up, dude. I don't think he knows how this works. Prediction blades. Points. What? I think that Blades is going to win this fight. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Hey, me too. He's he's muscling Volkov around right now. The question is how <laughs> who's getting more tired? And That's right now, point. it appears Blade is exerting more energy. Volkov is chilling like a villain. He does not like that, though. No. Got to move. Oh! Suplex City! Get fucked! Suplex City, dude. Volkov that was went a to Mortal Kombat move. <laughs> Volkov went to stand Holy up. Holy fuck, man. And Blade's just like, nah. I'm going to toss ya. Took him for a fucking ride. That looked like fun until he hit the It literally canvas. looked like fun. Oh Whee! my god. <laughs> Slam. He was high up, dude. That's a big boy to toss like that. That's impressive. I was about to say that's moving a lot of weight. God damn. Let's see if Blades can free up that hand and start landing shots like he was before in Volkov. Volkov was not liking it when he was getting hit with shots. Dude, this is like the shittiest episode of Dora the Explorer ever. Volkov's like, where are we going to go? Backpack, backpack. <laughs> Curtis Blades is like, you're going nowhere, bitch. <laughs> backpack. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm the map. I'm the map. I bet UK boys won't get that one. Yeah, it's fine. It's Dora the Explorer. Oh, take that arm. Why did you do that, Volkov? Oh. No. No. No, Volkov's just trapping Blades' hand. Blades can't get his left hand out. No, no, not with his right hand. I'm talking about uh, Volkov's left hand. Both of his arms are trapped. There you go. See, because oh. now I can just push him into the mat like that. Now Blades should get that left hand free. He needs to get that left hand free. Get it free, bro. Free it. No, no, no. Put a hook in. I'd put a hook in if I were Blades. You can kick his left leg over and put that left hook in. This is the most aggressive hand holding I've ever seen in my life. 
Oh, see, now he's got his hands. Oh, see, see now his hands free. He should take him. What did I say? He should look to land some strikes here now. Put that left hook in and I can punch with the left hand. Brutal for Volkov. Blades. Dude, the control time on the first round, the entire round. Blades is chilling right now. He He's relaxing. He's getting his win back. Yeah, dude. Winner by unanimous decision at this fucking rate. No. Oh, oh, Volkov has the Kimura grip here. Nah, he can't get it from this angle. Oh, Blades has his arm out. And now Volkov's up against the cage. He looks vulnerable. He's back up to his feet. Volkov standing up. Kicks the leg out. Almost. Looking for a mat return here. Almost got the mat return. Don't you grab that fucking fence. Oh, he's Volkov's a man of honor. He didn't do it. He had the chance to. He thought That's about it. That's fucking illegal. He thought about it. He thought about it, but he didn't do it. Jeez. Hey, Dora the Explorer. Blades twin by what way? Okay, so I'm I'm gonna say I think Blades wins. I think I think Decision. via TKO. Decision. He's not seeming overly enthusiastic about striking just yet. Maybe he knows it's five rounds. And he's just going to take a more measured approach, which is a legitimate strategy. Yeah. I agree. What's wrong? I was looking for my phone. I don't even know where I put it. It doesn't matter, though. It's a professional. I was going to say, it doesn't gonna matter. Text right now? I wasn't going to text. I was going to call Curtis Blades and tell him I was going to give him tips. Good job, man. What are you going to tell him? I was going to say, throw some punches. Fair enough. Hit him on the ground, bro. We got Tyzilla in the Periscope chat. How you doing, man? I need to all. Of, I need all of you to go to YouTube and to to uh, iTunes and subscribe. Help us out. Help us grow this community. Break into it. A Jordy is the nickname for a person from the Tyneside area of Northeast England and a dialect used by its inhabitants. There are different definitions of what constitutes a Jordy. Oh, okay. I'm learning. Oh, Blades lighting up Volkov on the feet. Volkov lands two really hard shots. Uppercut lands for oh, Volkov. they're fighting, dude. They just let their hands fly there the first 10 seconds of the second round. Volkov lowering that stance. He's getting ready for the shot. Oh! Blades. Huge right hand Blades from landed Blades. a big right hand. Oh. That was nasty. Wow. Curtis Blades, man. Fighting not like a heavyweight fighter. Oh, oh lands another shit. right hand. Then gets the takedown. Take it's so rare you see a heavyweight shoot shots like that. That is phenomenal. Flew, Flew across this Flew tiny across octagon. <laughs> that is crazy. Glued to him right now. Volkov's on his butt. Blades is going to try to pull his ass out from, from the... He's got to break here. that hand down. Yeah. Now it's not weight bring, so it doesn't matter if he takes it. He's got to do a mat return gotta, here. Volkov standing. Volkov's primed to be thrown here. Yeah, he is. Hip toss. Hip toss him the other way. Now he has to get behind him now again. He was behind him before. There you go. He's got him. He's got him. There you go. Wow. Great Greer job. Curtis Blades just controlled Volkov to the ground, and they're in the center Full of the guard. octagon. Full guard center of the octagon here. 
Oh, it's going to be tough for Volkov to get up now that he doesn't Blades have isn't beating Francis, though. I don't think we're going to see that. I don't think we're going to see that. You yeah. lost two fights to the guy. It's tough to Unless make that Francis matchup again. Francis has the belt and Blades Loses. beats like, another contender. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Dude, is it weird that now that I see people in... Uh, I see people get their full guard around Blades, and I'm just like, he's going to murder you with his elbows. Oh, yeah. It's not safe. You're not safe there. He's going to look to do it again. Watch. He's going to fucking rain elbows down. Oh, you know he is. But you know Volkov is watching the tape. He's aware of what's going to take place. Great arm fighting here on the inside. Both guys trying to get on the inside. Whoa, some short elbows short there from, elbows Volkov. from Volkov. Off the bottom. Did not look fun when they landed. <laughs> Volkov is not having a fun time. You can just tell by the look in his eyes. This is not where he wants to be. He's doing a good job of defending himself, though. Tying up the arms of Blades. Yeah, for, for sure. For now, anyway. Wow. I wouldn't put my hand. Yeah, you're setting yourself up to get armbarred if you grab the back of the guy's head like that. I mean, it worked. That's how he got Alistair over him. Put his arm behind his head. Yeah, and then elbowed with the opposite arm. Really? I thought he, I thought he grabbed a wrist and then threw an elbow off of that. I, I don't remember though. It's been so long since I've seen that fight. I just yeah. know that. That's just how, assume. Just assume I'm right. That's exactly how Anthony Pettis caught uh, Benson Henderson in an armbar. Right? Yeah, but uh, yeah, just I'm right. It's fine. I don't think that. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that we're gonna see Volkov throwing up armbars though. Just gonna I don't say. Think it's gonna well, happen. he is a wacky, inflatable, flailing tube man. So it's possible. It is possible. He's the longest legs in the universe. Okay. If you're Herb here, are you, are you going to do something about this? Because they're not doing anything. Thinking about it. They're chilling, dude. They're relaxing right here. This is a sweet little get-together they're having. Volkov's getting the better of the exchanges Just here. all defense. Nothing's happening. Nice oh, is somebody, is somebody bleeding? Yeah, Curtis has been bleeding since the first. Oh, that's a big elbow. See, I told you he's grabbing the. See how he's grabbing the neck? No, he's grabbing it with his left hand. Oh, he's holding his. Oh, that's fuck. what he did against Alistair. That's true. I I meant behind the head, like holding the crown of his head, like you would a baby. Oh, he landed again, and that does not feel good for Alexander, dude. He's not having a good time. Uh, it looks like Alexander has a cut now on his, his forehead. Hairline, yeah, right on his hairline. Oh, that's gonna thirty be, seconds left here in the second round. Just another round of control for Blades. Just very impressed with the wrestling of Blades. This is his path to victory. It really is. If you're good at arm locks, there is oh. one. <laughs> really enthusiastic get up from Blades at the end of the round. Bizarre. Let's see if Volkov can score early. Or late, rather. Or late. Another takedown attempt. Oh, Punch to the body This one blades. was stuffed. Another takedown attempt. Did not get low enough, oh, but adjusted and gets trip. the trip. Outside trip off the Just takedown phenomenal. attempt. It's two takedowns in the second round. Wow. Okay, it's two rounds for Blades. I mean, looking at his gas tank... And looking at his gas tank, it's going to be interesting to see if Blades can last... All five. It's a five-round fight. This is the main event of the evening. I don't think uh, Francis and Jones is going to happen. I really don't think it will. 
But if it does go down... It's the main event, so it's five rounds. Who do you think wins, Francis or Jones? It's tough to say. Anything can happen in that fight. We've never even seen John fight at heavyweight, so it's it's difficult to say, you know? Yeah. Um, so far, John Jones, we've seen him do everything in his power to win fights, you know? Yeah. I think that he'll do whatever it takes, even if he has to slow the pace of the fight down and just run, pick his shots. But who knows? I, I'd like to see him fight against someone else at heavyweight first. So I could see, I don't even know how he'll look at a heavyweight class like that. Because he'll probably fight at like 240 or something like that. Blades looks focused and ready. Just fainting the level change. Volkov looks shook. John from four years ago, I think that he'd be difficult to beat at any weight class. Oh, wow. Nice right hand from Blades. It's shocking that Blades is still the faster guy. Oh. He if had, he was slightly lower. I was about to say he had that if he were lower. And by he, I mean Blades, the yeah. only one who's going to shoot. Blades Blades had the shot. He just did not get low enough. Came in at the waist height. If he was down at just the mid-thigh, he would have took him over easily. If DC beats Stipe John, no way. I think DC's ready to retire. Yeah, I'm shocked DC's even going to fight again. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think he was going to do this again. Four minutes left here in the third. That's a good shot. He has that if he trips like he did the he last to go time. For a trip. Inside this time, though. Oh, you let go of it. Some good pummeling here up against the cage. Volkov doing a good job of on the defensive here now. But it just seems like they're subpar shots because... Nice Blades, Oh, that was a good shot, too, from Blades. And now... Volkov drops to his knees on the shot. Volkov is down... Blades is going to try to scoot his butt out. This is going to be uh, another round of control here if he gets him away from that cage. Let's see where Volkov, if he'll be able to get back up. Honestly, if you're Blades right now, Volkov is in a position, it'd be very awkward to stand back up. He can't, yeah. I would stand up and just try to hit him. If you were Volkov, you'd stand up no, and try to hit were, Blades? No, if I were Blades. Oh, yeah, Look yeah. at how, like, when he was awkwardly, like, ducked out right there, yes, w he'd sitting. have to, like, rotate in and then stand up. Now Blades has one of Volkov's legs tied up. It's gonna He can't stand now. So now I would look to land punches. You're right. Yeah, I agree. Herb Dean's clapping, asking for more action. Good. We would like to see more. Volkov here just stopping the pressure of Blade, stopping him from advancing the position. But literally just putting the fight on pause. Nothing is happening yeah. at the moment. I think Blades is circling the wrong way into that guillotine. Volkov wow. let go of that guillotine. Now Blades is running through him again. It's one of the most boring fights I've ever seen. It's, I don't think they're lousy fighters, but it's certainly a slower fight. That's undeniable. It's definitely a slower fight. Blades is just being like super tactical. He's going to say, hey, I'm going to give you zero chances to win this fight. Yeah, exactly. He's neutralizing him. And that's why he's, he's not giving us much to comment on, really. I was going to say, he's just... He's Is isolating, weight-bearing limbs, holding him down, not really landing much on the ground, just putting pressure, preventing Volkov from standing up. That's all we're seeing here. Herb Dean senses the unrest and is clapping for action. 
Yeah, Blades is uh he needs to advance the position. Oh, here we go. Oh. Blades moving to take the back of Volkov. Volkov is looking to stand up here, but the weight of Blades is on him. Keeping him down, yep. Blades, Blades needs to look to put a hook in. There we go. Blades is putting his, his a hook in on the right side. He's too too low on the leg, though. He's kind of doing like a wrestling hook. Yeah. No, it's going to get pulled out. Yeah. Interesting to see if Blades can get more strikes landed. Because here he's not he's, landing any strikes. He's winning. He's winning, but he's not doing damage to Volkov right now. He's literally winning because if you're a judge watching this, you're like, well, clearly Volkov doesn't want to be in this position, and Blades is putting him in this position. So I guess by virtue of that fact, Blades is winning. Oh, oh. Volkov has a guillotine here. Volkov's dropping down for a guillotine. It doesn't look that tight, though. Can't tell. Let's see, I see he's out. Yeah, he's out. Blades is just... Well, here's the thing. It's like we were talking about before where Khabib is really good at... Oh, there we go. Some sh signs of life. Volkov back to his feet here. They've separated. They've separated. Standing in the center of the octagon here. Blades rips uh, overhand right and it just misses. Volkov. Standing in the center of the octagon here. Oh, Blade shoots again. Volkov defended saw the takedown that this shot. time. Well, Blade shot from a million miles away. The other away. side of the earth. That's the end of the third that round. That was the end yeah. of the third. Wow, that third round had like five strikes thrown. Yikes. Fuck, man. After the Emmett, oh, it's it's unfortunate, too. It's like we were talking about how do you have like a you. super exciting fight after that Burgos Emmett fight when you just had two guys throwing bombs and landing. And I think th this fight is slow, but it looks even slower. Because it's following that amazing Shane Burgos Josh Emmett fight. I agree. Uh, who y'all got, Khabib or Justin? That's a tough matchup. It's difficult because if I were a betting man, I would never put money against Khabib just based on his career and everything he's accomplished. And the fact that he literally seems to neutralize everything that his opponents bring to the table. So if I were betting, I would bet on Khabib. But I think Justin is, is he poses the most threat to Khabib. He, he poses the biggest threat to Khabib, I should say, for sure. Just because he's he's the most skilled wrestler we've seen Khabib go against. I think he has the ability to get back up and not be too phased to be effective on the feet afterward. Yeah. So I would not be surprised to see Justin Gaethje win that fight. But if I were a betting man, I would put money on Khabib. Winning a decision. I don't think Khabib's going to stop him. Fuck me. Did someone put a filter or did the did the lens get This uh, lens is wet. fuzzy. It got wet. Yeah, it got wet. He wiped it with like a t-shirt or something. <laughs> I don't think it's a poor matchup so much as like, it's just the way in which, uh, blades is proficient at holding him down just enough to keep him there, but not enough to free up anything, free up enough space to land strikes. He needs to, yeah, he needs to throw strikes on the ground when he, he's getting to a dominant position or at least to a position. That's a lot like a, uh, a cradle, and he's just holding Volkov in, still and not doing anything with it. And I think that yeah, it's it doesn't look good. Poor optics, for sure. Oh, definitely fatigue setting in on Volkov. You can tell his legs are getting more pumped from just constantly Car carrying, carrying blades the weight. weight. Yeah, they're all over the octagon now. With these big boys wrestling, man, it's always tough. Oh yeah. It's getting sloppy. Sloppy, sloppy, it's sloppy, sloppy in there. 
some sloppy jalopies. Oh, we're back in the center on. of the octagon now. Standing. Oh man, these these punches and kicks are coming slow. Oh, another shot from Blades is defended from Volkov. He defended it. Yep. That one was a good shot too. Volkov is just seeing them it's because Blades double. just keeps throwing them out. Volkov doing a good job of stuffing the head. Push him away. Push him away. There you go. We've separated back to the center of the octagon here. Need to see Volkov work. Oh, huge, huge stiff right there from... That's a left, rather. Sorry. Yeah, from Blades. Two good shots from Volkov. Level change. Uh, and Blades has him. Shit. Full guard? Center of the octagon this time? Yeah. Volkov is taken down by Blades again. Blades is sitting in the half guard of Volkov. Thinking about throwing strikes possibly in three minutes. He'll see what he can do. We may or may not get strikes thrown. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. I'll move that so they can see the MMA sub. For the first time. For the first time. <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> They're just hugging it out now. Well, this is kind of sweet, though, because after fighting for like 15 minutes, it's, it's good nice that they're making just, up. It's making up, honestly. And if I were fighting and there was like a moment just for a little bit of closeness, apologize. Just be like, hey, man, I'm sorry. Usman versus Masvidal. I'd be rooting for Usman. Usman, and I think he would win because I don't think it'd be that close either. Well, I'm also biased. I can't. I can't give you an unbiased opinion on that one, but I think that Usman wins that. I think Usman's better almost everywhere. <laughs> I do, honestly. And I, I, I'm sure I'm a little... <laughs> if they fight, I doubt they'll fight. And I'm certainly a little biased because I'm not the biggest Masvidal fan. I think he's got a, a poo-poo attitude. hate it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the... I don't like the... Uh, just the aggressiveness with which he <laughs> deals with people. It's just not very... It's not, it's not classy. Oh, What? It reminds me a lot of Drunk Connor, where Drunk Connor was just uh, punching all those landing on the bottom from Volkov. I don't know what Blades is doing. Maybe he's sick. I don't know. You think he got like? I think Blades should just throw strikes. Maybe oh, he's... is Blades exhausted? What I is can't happening? tell. That's what I'm saying. Is he with it or is he hurt or what? His strikes are coming so like there's slow. nothing behind them. Like, molasses. but on the feet, he's throwing like hard. It's so confusing, man. I think he might have been sick, and he's just like, you know what? I just watched Anderson Silva versus DC, I like, and I'm going to do that. I like the wordplay of three-piece in Minnesota. I didn't like the uh, random fight backstage. Yeah, I don't like the uh, assault. Leon was just trying to cut a promo where like, we're both like squared up. You know what I mean? Wow. Herb Dean stands them up. Herb Dean stands them up. That's how you know a fight's boring. Herb usually lets grapplers work. Tyson Fury versus AJ. I like Tyson Fury. I, I also like Tyson Fury. I think AJ, we saw some holes exposed. Oh, oh Blades exhausted. Volkov is taking it to Blades now. Volkov putting it on Blades, Blades here. Is bleeding seconds, from the mouth. 20 seconds to work. Oh, shit. Volkov's going to take down Blades. Blades is so tired. He's bleeding from his mouth profusely. Oh, Bl Volkov almost tore his spine taking down Blades. Volkov with the takedown on Blades. Wait, Volkov took down Blades. Volkov took down Blades. Blades is gassed. He's not moving. He didn't stop the fight. That was the end of the fourth round. I think Terrible Volkov initially optics thought there. it was a stop. 
That's a round for Volkov. He you just think? stole it at the end. Yeah, he stole it at the end. A lot of blood coming out of the mouth of Curtis Blades. Tony Brown, how you doing, man? What's up, Tony? We just saw Curtis Blades get in trouble there at the end of that round. That was rough. A lot of blood pouring out of the nose and mouth of Curtis Blades. The, what happened there? The cut man has some work to do. Tired, I think. I think he's just very tired. Well, the thing is, if he were throwing strikes as well, he would have been making Volkov even more tired. But the fact that he was just laying on him... Volkov, guess what he's doing there? If you're just going to lay on me and all I have to do is control your arms, guess what? All the rest of my body can relax. Tyson, Mike Tyson coming it. back, I don't want to see it. I saw We saw Hoist, we saw Ken Shamrock, and I know that Tyson is... Uh, he's on supplements that are helping him with the comeback, and that could make him actually look pretty good. But I just don't know if it's worth watching, man. I really what's don't the, think it is. What's the score in your opinion? I think Blades won three rounds, and I think Volkov might have stole the fourth with that I think flurry it's three there, one with that flurry there at the end. Blades looks exhausted. Yeah, he's he's moving. Looks like slow. he was passing out on his feet at the end of that round. There, he's so tired. His mouth is wide open. Yeah, his mouth's wide open. Very bizarre. You see that a lot from people who break their jaw. I don't know. I don't know what what would have broken his jaw. And see, when he landed that takedown in, uh, toward the end of the fourth, he was literally just lying on top of Volkov. Yeah, and he was he was trying to move his arms, and it looked like he was moving through molasses. I don't know if he's just gassed or what. I don't know what what led up to this fight. If he was going through something, if he was ill or what. But right now he looks so tired, spinning around slowly, doing a spinning back fist. Probably never does that in training. <laughs> spinning shit. Spinning shit. Oh, oh, slowest shot in the see world. See that takedown attempt? Slowest shot in the Volkov world. Volkov smells blood. Volkov was actually able to sidestep the shot. Volkov smells blood. He's gassed. Just so if you guys know, you shouldn't be able to sidestep a shot like that. Oh, did you see how slow these shots are coming? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Blades is slowing down. That was deep, though. He got in deep there. I was going to say. I don't know if Blades won that last round. He's he's on he's Volkov up. right he's now. He's up, so he needs to, he if he win, if he survives, he will win. Yeah, I agree. And he it, just landed a takedown, so it would be insane. It would be insane if uh, the decision didn't go his way. That'd be like one of the craziest decisions I've ever seen. Thievery. That would be thievery. He literally lay, he was literally on top of him for three rounds. I just want to see Blades get a more emphatic victory. If he's trying to make the case for another title That's shot. That's the thing, man. And you want to get another chance to fight Ngannou after getting slapped twice? This is not the way to do it. Yeah. This version does not look ready. Volkov, though, is not an easy mark. So uh, it is impressive that he's able to control him like this for a majority of the fight. I will say that. Big money, parlay, Blades, final piece. Oh, Tony, cash out, my guy. It's time. Yeah, as long as Blades doesn't get stopped, I oh, think he's got this oh, win. Oh, oh, he's so mick-gassed. Oh, Volkov gets back up to his feet. He is so gassed. He just stood up. I like the wrestler's hustle, though, from Blades. Blades is just always looking for a takedown. He's just working, just continuously working. I'm tired. He's. I'm shocked he's so tired, honestly. What do you mean? I'm shocked he's so tired. I would not expect him to be this tired. I think because the amount, the amount of shots he's taken, dude, I, I, I can believe he's tired. What do you guys think about Greg Hardy? Like, generally speaking, or what? Like, as a I person, like he as needs a fighter? Proof. He needs I feel like proof. he's, yeah, he's not UFC caliber. He's in the UFC. He is UFC caliber. Nah. He's just not high level. Nah. <laughs> nah. You think he's cage titans caliber? Yeah. 
How dare you? I think he'd fit in perfectly in Bellator. <laughs> You're such a piece of shit, I dude. Do. I think oh I my do. god, that's crazy. How much time left? We have just under two minutes, so it's at one fifty-three right now. We have Blades here on another shot. Volkov defending. Blades just just driving forward with all the energy he has left. Yeah, Blades is just trying to survive. He's in on a shot here, just holding on. Looks just, like Clay Guida fighting, actually. Yeah, just holding on here. Just just dying on the shot. What is Volk is Volkov gonna get the finish here? What? What's happening? No, he's not. It was weird though, huh? It looked like he died for a second. Oh, yeah. great trip. I was gonna say, is it a win for Volkov via exhaustion? Greg, Greg can be a must. Yeah, yeah sorry, he just ahead. has to focus, man. Isaac Mitchell in the Facebook chat says, Greg can be a monster, but he has to stay humble and grind. That can be said about a lot. And he's, of, but he's not humble, though. Yeah. His nickname is the Prince of War, and he said he's ready to become the heavyweight champion. And I don't think he is. He has great potential as a fighter. For sure. Just based off of sheer athleticism and size and the way our Would heavyweight division looks in the UFC. Would we get better action if the rounds were shorter with more rounds? I don't think so. You need MMA. You need matchups make fights. You need like longer rounds too to allow for that development of position, especially with grappling. If you sh if you shorten that, then it's essentially going to become kickboxing in a cage. Did he die, dude? He is. He's so on tired. top of Volkov, so like you don't have to. But worry. he's not active. He's There's not doing twenty much. seconds left. And he's just he's just laying on him, just just fishing on him, laying prey, is the story of this fight. Yeah, it's just it's just laying prey. That's a perfect way to describe it. I think that if you shorten the rounds, you're just gonna get caged Muay Thai like John Wayne Parr puts on. Strike. I mean, grappling is certainly de incentivized by the. Shorter how rounds. much can you get done in a two minute and thirty second round, especially against another. Uh, Another grappler. He need to, yeah. Who knows who what he knows doing. what he's doing? It, it'll, it's back and forth. It's gonna be really tough, dude. Yeah, Blades about to fucking die. Yeah, man, that was not a fan gaining performance. It is a win though. It looked like no one's home. Hope he's okay. Well, his work rate was insane. He shot like twenty shots. That's and when true. you're a heavyweight, that's true. I guess like, I guess he's really tired. I hope he's all right. He shot like twenty or th like twenty or thirty shots. Maybe he was really sick. When you're a big guy fight. like that, man, that's gonna take it out of you. Oh, Charmin, dude. Wait, what? What is wrong with this commercial, dude? Charmin commercials are twisted. Let's relax. Twisted. Oh, this little bear's rubbing his ass on everything. Take it easy, buddy. Love ESPN just pumping ads. Give me the us. scores as soon as I call it. You got it. Ah, dude. Tony, we got you. It's time to cash out, bro. You got to get your mistress the new diamond necklace. Hey, man. It's time. What? I want to see if Curtis is upright. Yeah, he's leaning on the octagon. I picked Curtis to win tonight, too. <laughs> Clown. <laughs> true, true, true. I said he would win a decision. No, actually, I think I initially said he has. He was going to get a TKO in the third or something like that. And then I said, watching the fight, that he made a decision because he is so tired. Here, I'm going to listen to this. Yeah, you listen to it. Ladies I can hear it too. You're playing it over the. There you go. Just had to make sure we weren't playing the fight audio. Mason's going to find out for us. 
Curtis Blade's mouth is wide open. What is happening? Oh, it's Volkov's also wide open. Unanimous decision, Blades. He looks. That's so unanimous tired. decision for Curtis Blades. He's won eight of nine. He's the sleepiest guy. Volkov is pissed, and Blades is beyond tired. This guy's going to his room and going to sleep. <laughs> he's ready. He needs a blanket, then, and he's, he's done. So tired. I mean, he's on a big win streak, though. Four fights. Eight of nine. He's won eight of nine. I think Curtis is ready for the belt. Uh, it's hard to give him the title shot when he lost in Ngannou twice. I'd like to see him. He's certainly cal- he's certainly up there, and he could compete in a title matchup, but he needs to progress. He's a certainly bit more. not first in line, and he needs to. I want to see a little bit, a little bit more from Curtis. He is top level talent for sure. He just needs to develop a little bit more. I agree. Get to get new practice landing those strikes once you have him on the ground, and then he'll be really lethal. If he could land strikes or threaten submissions like Daniel Cormier can. Like he did against o- Overeem. If he yeah. can take people down and land those. Also, I think Overeem kind of influenced this fight. I think yeah. Volkov clearly watched the tape and had answers prepared. And that did not help. Like, here's the thing. You could say, like, oh, yeah, the, it was all on Curtis. But Volkov was constantly defending stuff, constantly tying up his hands. Yeah. There and, just wasn't a lot happening. Yeah. And there was a constant struggle. Like, that fight may have looked boring to us, but you want to know what it was for them? Or <laughs> Just squeezing Constantly squeezing. Yeah. And it's a gritty fight. Gritty fight. Yeah. It looked bad because of the previous matchup. That's all. Oh, yeah. The Burgos-Emmett fight, if you guys missed that, it was phenomenal. Yeah, the Burgos-Emmett fight. Oh, was dude. W- Curtis Blades the- might go down in this post-fight interview. Yeah, I got to listen to this guy talk. He's barely in there. He looks exhausted. Does he sound exhausted? He has not caught his breath yet. Oh, wow. He said that he did not give Volkov enough credit. He was extremely difficult to take down. He had big, strong legs. He usually wins when he gets to the hips, but he was much harder to take down than I thought. Yeah, it definitely was. He started to stop his takedowns. His ground pound he needs more work. He stuffed a couple work. of them. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you, Jimmy, in the Facebook chat. I think that his, uh, his ground pound does need a little work. Hmm. That's the worst part of it. They had to pick someone to win. Yeah, he he's 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 absolutely exhausted. He he admitted that he needs to work on his conditioning. Yeah, much much more. He said he started to wane a great deal after the third round, and that's apparent. He said if if he were to get a title shot, he would definitely focus more on his conditioning, and that that seems to be the biggest factor here because he's barely conscious because he's so tired. I agree. He just needs to. If he were in better shape too, if he were, he could have landed well strikes. Point, I think he would have been rounds. more active. I think that was the limiting factor here. I really do. I yeah. think, I think he's clearly capable of landing ground and pound, but he's just so tired. And I think John Anik just ended that interview early because Curtis is, he's tired, man. He fought for five fucking rounds. Yeah, for sure. Lifting up somebody who's six seven over and over again. Volkov has telephone telephone poles for legs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't use them though. He could have used them a lot in this fight to kind of, you know, just sprawl on him, lay on yeah. him, put that weight back on Curtis. And we saw Curtis was taking shots from far out. Normally, you, you want to get a little bit closer mm-hmm. before you shoot. Yeah. And it didn't affect it in the first three rounds because he was so explosive. 
And you just don't expect that out of a heavyweight. But in the later rounds, when you're shooting and you're slower, I don't care how explosive you are if you're that slow, he's going to be able to react to that. Yeah. But Blades, the wrestling gets it done at the end of the day, and he gets a win. Let's give you guys a rundown of all the fights tonight and what went down. We had the first fight in the main card. Jim Miller winning via armbar over Roosevelt Roberts. Fantastic. Seemed fight. like too much too soon for Roosevelt Roberts, but we'll be excited to see him back when his arm heals. Bilal Muhammad shows off a well-rounded skill set. Against great movement. Great Lyman movement. Good. Great movement. Back and forth, in and out, and got off first. And uh, was able to, you know, kind of take it to Lyman in the important parts of the fight and get the takedown in the last round to seal it. Yeah. Then we had Raquel Pennington getting a decision over Marion Renault. M- improvements for Raquel, but she needs to progress further if she's going to challenge Amanda Nunez. I did not see her as a potential challenger right now for Nunez for the belt. And then we had Josh Emmett and Shane Burgos with a clear fight of the night. This one was a potential war. fight of the year. It was 29-28. These guys swung on each other. And Emmett had a hurt knee the entire fight. Hurt it seconds into the fight. Mm-hmm. And it still just produced absolute fireworks. Uh, uh, Emmett got the win because he knocked down Burgos twice in the third round. Was able to pull it out. And then in, we had Curtis Blades winning via laying <laughs> over Alexander Volkov. <laughs> Put weight on him, laid on him, and won the fight. Just tremendous. What did you think of the fights tonight, Mason? You know, I thought they were a blast. Uh, some ups and downs. Who were your standouts? Uh, Josh Emmett did it phenomenally well. I was very, very impressed with him. Yeah, He came off of almost a year layoff and put on a hell of a show, even with an injured knee. Shane Burgos' chin also deserves a lot of credit tonight. <laughs> he ate some insane shots. Uh, and still did really, really well on the feet. I thought he said he has one of the best looking jabs in the UFC for sure. He's a really nice jab, and he put that on display in the second round. Yeah. Uh, Raquel Pennington, I think she did a good job. The first round was a little slow, but she adjusted well. I think that that fight really could have like reduced to something that looked a lot like the main event, but she did a good job uh, using the plum clinch to land good knees and then pushed, uh, pushed uh, Renault away and landed good shots, dirty boxing. Who were who was your biggest disappointment of the night? Um, who was the biggest? That's a tough question. Um, let's look at this. A disappointment. Disappointment such a strong word. That is true. Um, I, I would have liked to see more action out of Blades. I do. That's get- exactly what I would have liked to have seen more action out of Blades. But at least he was able to admit that his conditioning was the biggest factor there. And when the conditioning got tested, he was able to push through and get the win. Yeah, that's Instead true. Instead of just collapsing, he still went two rounds after he said he was compromised from a conditioning standpoint. I called his post interview late. Yeah, he was fucked up, man. He was. Wait, so Emmett retired. Wait, what? Wait, hold on. Josh Emmett retired. What? You trolling me? He would not retire coming off a win like that. What the hell? No, I don't. I don't see anything here about that. No, I don't think he retired. Yeah, I don't think so. I'll definitely look it up after this. But yeah, if I had to say one thing, I I just want to see Curtis Blades develop. No, I don't think so. I, nothing came up when I went to fact check that claim. Yeah, that would have been everywhere if he were retiring after a performance like that. That would be crazy to do. Just sensational, man. What a night of fights. 
let us know if what you guys thought about the fights tonight. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel at Bucket of Wind is where you can find our MMA shows when we do this. And we do a comedy podcast every week, Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. We are on iTunes. Just search Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. The MMA shows are under there, too. We will see you guys on the next MMA submission. Peace out. We'll catch you guys later.